0: It's not worth winning if you can't Let win. It!
1: Here we go, Heath. Season finale, episode ten. I'm pumped. I'm ready to rock. I've got my Junior Goodwill Games Team USA vs. Team Iceland t-shirt on. I am ready for this.
0: I am also feeling the heat, Brandon. I love it. Nine episodes down. We're on the 10th. I have the original Wayne Blue Ducks t-shirt on. It was. We were quacking, and I'm still quacking to this day. I got it out of the system before this finale. This is what we, we've all been waiting for. There what? is
1: states, states, states. Ooh, I love, states. I love, I love that you're wearing the blue ducks sure because uh that brings us into uh the the first the first little snapshot of the the show that we get is some of these team names that are participating in the minnesota youth state championships so we
0: have been very critical of the don't bother's team name because there are so many other options out there that you could have gone and literally have a list
1: Yes, and they, the other team's names are made up of literally everything else. like the, Anything uh, and
0: everything under the sun. Should we just get into these names because these are so,
1: delightful. So, so to paint the picture, so we're, we're at States, right? We're, we're ready to go. The first scene of this episode is them getting off the bus, and they're yeah. walking up. They go into the Minnesota Igloo, which is the rink that the States are at, and right when you walk in, there's the, 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 the board that has the bracket.
0: And that's oh, a fancy bracket, like the way yeah, they have, like nice. the magnetic yeah.
1: team. Names. Well, so so they they so the magnet thing, team names throw me threw me off because they show the same don't bother thing moving from round to round. So yeah. they, they only had one don't bother magnet. Yeah. Whereas if you look at the ducks, the ducks name is in each round, so they had multiple ducks magnets. So I think they were not entirely anticipating the don't bother is winning the first game. So they were like, let's only get one magnet. You know, <laughs> we're not going to
0: waste, we're not going to waste our money because we're not going to bother with these kids.
1: Exactly. But I did love, uh, so, cause yeah, it's a huge f- fancy, like magnetic, uh, little bracket that shows everything. And at the, underneath the championship game, big letters presented by target.
0: I saw that too. <laughs> Wonderful ad placement. Again, we're, we're all about the ad placement here. Yes. And, you know, Target they, Target Center was the original name of the arena where the Minnesota Timberwolves play. I saw Bon Jovi tar- there when I was in high school. Yeah, I think Target Goo, Goo Dolls open. It was a great concert.
1: Great concert. Ooh, Goo, Goo Dolls opening for Bon Jovi. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, top of the line. But yeah, and then uh, the Minnesota Twins, the baseball team, uh, they play at Target Field. Yeah, um, okay. So yeah, yeah, Target, yeah, Target uh, Minneapolis Company. Uh, yeah. Well, maybe Saint Paul Company, Twin Cities Company. Yeah, that's, that's a safer. Of bet. The cities. Yeah. I don't wanna one of the two. I don't wanna offend any uh any of our twin cities people, you know. They're yeah. they're they're kind of the same city, but they're definitely not the same city. Um, you know. But uh, so we have uh we got the they walk in, you see the the whole bracket, and while this is going, you have MJ um with the wraparound podcast. She's setting yeah. the scene, she's talking about we got we have thirty two teams here for states. It's a big, big tournament. Yeah, the ducks are the favorites. Um, so, so thirty-two, and they they mentioned multiple times in the uh, the previous episodes, you get two two teams per. Do they call it districts or leagues? Two two teams per league. Yeah. So uh, so 16, sixteen leagues total yeah. throughout the state of uh, Minnesota. Numbers check out. Thirty-two is a nice round number for a bracket. I was hoping they were going to go like basketball style, where it was like you know they have. 17 teams in the tournament and then you got to figure out you know how how many buys does that work out to do we have a losers bracket is there any of that but no just a straight 32 team single elimination bracket
0: if they would have gotten basketball bracket this whole show would have gone so wildly rogue we wouldn't (laughs) could you imagine nick doing psych outs before a a
1: slap shot challenge or something he's not gonna he's not gonna be mean though he wouldn't be able to pull it off
0: well, that would have been his psycho, is that he would have killed him with kindness.
1: He just would have FaceTimed his moms and been yeah. like, here, here, listen to my moms encourage you to take this shot.
0: Or, or, like, he calls their mom and their mom's like, You know what? Our kid's an asshole. We're supportive of you. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Psychological warfare.
1: You're our new son, Nick. <laughs> but,
0: so, let's get into some of these team names. Because so the, um, I this love. Was
1: them. My favorite part of the episode, I spent. Yes probably a good 30 30 to 45 minutes freeze-framing this bracket and trying to figure out all of the team names. So to start off – so now, unfortunately, it only showed –
0: The left side of the bracket.
1: The don't bother's left side of the bracket clearly Mm -hmm. to where you can make out the names. So we have – we know 16, 17 – Plus the Ducks, and then it showed the Ducks opponents. So 18, 19, 20. So we know twenty for sure we know twenty of the thirty-two team names. And boy are they amazing.
0: Just just <laughs> amazing. Well, cause and we can start with like it zooms in on who the ducks play first. Okay. The maroon marauders. I love the alliteration. Yes. The, Not the... only the
1: alliteration, but maroon marauders rhymes with don't bothers. Yeah. It's... That and hearing Mary J like just the, the acting chops on that girl to be able to pull off the line that don't bothers are playing the the maroon marauders without like messing getting up or tied. getting tongue tied or just straight up fucking laughing, <laughs> like great great acting Good, great job mj great job
0: I loved it. that that was a great team name and I can't I, I, I didn't necessarily not, not write only did they
1: uh, I, I didn't have them in order, not a a solid order, but not only did the Maroon Marauders have a fantastic name, they also, so that's the first game the, the Don't Ballers play, and they show that a little bit later. The uniforms that the Maroon Marauders are wearing, I don't know how familiar you are with, with hockey uniforms, Heath. I am very familiar. One of my passions is hockey uniforms. Okay. And so they are wearing a, uh, it's not an exact replica, but it's a nod to... Um, like the mid two thousands Vancouver Canucks alternate jersey, where it's it's a navy base that like gradient fades into maroon, which oh. it's it's a very interesting jersey to to like nod to or like model one of the teams after, especially because it, that by far is one of the better uniforms. In this, like the Don't Bother's uniforms are fairly good, they're just modeled after like old Boss of Bruins, yeah. Uh, uniforms, the Ducks' uniforms, I think, are, are great updates are of the, the older ones. ones,
0: yeah.
1: But the other teams they show that the Don't Bother's and the Ducks play have some terrible, just trash uniforms, they're just basic. Um, so, I appreciated the Maroon Marauders' uniforms because it was actually it looked like a hockey uniform, you know, yeah. But uh but so you have the Maroon Marauders underneath that oh, so, so you have Maroon Marauders uh Don't Bothers. Above that, on the same little uh bracket prong, I guess is what you call it, was the Caribou, yep. uh who they the Don't Bothers they play, play next. And they the Caribou were playing the Storming Bears.
0: That was one of my favorite names, the Storming Bears. And once again, just and, shows and, that the Don't Bothers could have gone anywhere with yeah.
1: this. I, and I, do, I, did, I did find it interesting that it was Storming Bears, the full word, right? Storming, it, going all the way through, ending with I-N-G, whereas I feel like most sports names – Storming. You know, yeah, you would have tried to be extreme, and you would have taken the G off and put an apostrophe, Storming. But they didn't. They kept the G showed a little restraint so you had that and then under underneath that underneath those four was the marmots
0: great name too i like the marmots marmots
1: and they were playing the blue polars which had like a a polar bear as their logo yeah and then lumberjacks uh, you had lumberjacks They were playing the flying cougars.
0: I love – listen, the fly – once again, the flying cougars. Cougars – I don't think of anything that can fly less than a cougar. It just – they they just went – Have
1: you ever seen a cougar like, like jump, like pounce, like jump and pounce on a prey? You know, okay. So, they, it, do the
0: pouncing cougars, not the flying. Like, do you think yeah. their do you think their logo was a cougar with wings? Because that's what I kept imagining It wasn't. Like a it wasn't. With
1: wings. It wasn't with wings. They they show with, with all these teen names, you get like a small um, glimpse of the logo. You don't get the full yeah. logo because the like the bracket thing is like cutting off some of it. But it was a cougar in pouncing formation. So you okay. had like the the claws coming forward, like it was jumping at you. you
0: they know? were flying towards their prey.
1: Exactly. Um. So lumberjacks, flying cougars. Beneath that, you had uh, what my one of my favorites, which was the Nova Stars.
0: Yeah, the Nova Stars. Like that yes. is an excellent one. Complete uh, with the like, ice the, otters. The, I thought yeah. that would be adorable. Like an adorable little otter logo, not necessarily intimidating, but I was, was like, I like was picturing the otter
1: on that. I was picturing like uh, the Game of Thrones, like the the Nightwalkers, but like just an otter. Instead of a person.
0: oh, so you were going a little more in. in I was thinking of like you know the, how otters when they sleep they sleep on their back and they like hold hold hands so they don't float away from each other. That's yeah. what I think of when I think of otters.
1: Well, I mean if they're on ice they don't need to do that because they're you know yeah,
0: legit. but I just think they would like go nicely ice skating together. Uh,
1: maybe I was I was thinking like Death N- Nightwalker otters, uh, but so they they play the Nova Stars, and then underneath that you have. <laughs> These are two two great ones too. You have the Arctic Devils, which
0: because <laughs> so, that's a that that's contradictory just in itself in the name. It's a, yes, it's, it's like if the devil got iced down.
1: Exactly, that's who they is. are
0: they're ice devils.
1: And I love so it's a it's a very tried and true minor league, uh, not just hockey, especially in hockey, but in. In minor league sports around the country, or, and or even college sports as well, it's a tried and true method to just tack on a fucking adjective to something, to a noun, and call that your team nickname. Like the Blue Devils, the Arctic Devils, the, you know, and so, as, and especially in hockey. The Red Storm. The, the Red Storm. In hockey, you get a lot of ice stuff, like ice otters. Ice Tigers, stuff like that. Um, but so you had the Arctic Devils and then they were playing the River Vikings. Yes. Yes, which is fantastic. And so then – so that's uh, the bottom half of that. So if you go up uh, towards – like pat, go back up the bracket past the Don't Bothers, above the Caribou team was – you had Renegades, which is the, the, third, uh, the third team that the, the Don't Bothers play. Renegades, yep. and they were playing the Ice Broncos.
0: Excellent name there
1: and then above that you had now these two these two names make no fucking sense to me but i love both of them the the top of this bracket you had the blade rockets now so, now what what do you what do you think a blade rocket is heath cuz i'm picturing a rocket ship like just with razor blades attached all to it
0: so go the other way around think of an ice skate with like booster rockets attached to it Blade wouldn't rockets. That be, wouldn't that be like so, the rocket blades though? But they're they're blade rockets. Like the, like what's on what's on your blades? Rockets. They're blade rockets that I put on there.
1: But I but okay. I was going. I I just it, the the second word usually is the noun though, like the thing you're talking about. So like the the first word's usually like the adjective. So I was I was assuming it was like a, a rocket that either had a bunch of razor blades or like one giant razor blade going down the the side. That's what I was thinking.
0: I mean, I don't know what the purpose of a rocket with a razor blade attached to the side is, but that's terrifying.
1: Defense. It's It's defense is what it is. Have you ever seen Star Wars Heath? That razor would come in handy. Wow. Like, I feel like that's a, that's an American
0: missile right there. Like a blade (laughs) rocket. We're just going to cut fools up.
1: Yeah. Or yeah. Yeah. Oh that, now we're talking. So if you have a rocket a rocket missile that you shoot and whenever it hits something it explodes and then inside of that is a bunch of razor blades that just go shooting out. It's like now buckshot. We're, now we're talking. All the hunters out exactly. there. It's like buckshot. Exactly. See now I'm on board. Now I love the name. It's it's <laughs> now uh, And then but so then <laughs> the blade rockets are playing the steel runners.
0: That makes no sense.
1: I was trying to think because it, it's steel, as in like steel, like the 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 component, um, like Steelers, like the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's not they're not stealing anything. Um,
0: yeah, it's S T E
1: E L, not E A L. They're making steel and then they're running with it.
0: Yeah. That's they're they're creating the steel, then they're running to production to build whatever they need, whether it's like a trailer, maybe I a wonder, tank, who
1: knows. See, I wonder if Steel Runners is, is like a job title. You know, like the Green Bay Packers were named after Meat Packers. I wonder if like, yeah. a, like at a steel mill, you have like the runner, the steel like, runner. A, like a
0: steel runner takes
1: it and yeah, from yeah. the poor to the cool down exactly yeah that's the only thing i can think of is that that's what the that's what they were going for
0: but long story short there were some amazing team names here so many oh, options. well we we got we got
1: more we got more well, there's even more i mean i so, stopped
0: my list after this i must have my adhd kicked in i so couldn't that, handle it anymore
1: so that was the, that was the left side of the bracket the one that the no bothers were on so that was the 16 teams it shows glimpses of the teams that the Ducks play on the other side of the bracket. Yes. So you have the Ducks' first uh, round matchup is against the Fire Blades. Not to be confused with Blade Rockets. These are the Fire Blades. And so wow. the, the, this one, the logo was a skate with, like, fire coming out the back. Okay, so they, um, they have that, that same logo. I It didn't get close enough to see the Blade Rockets logo, so I couldn't tell what that was. Okay. Um, but this one was for sure a, uh, a hockey skate with fire coming out the end. And then the second round matchup for the Ducks is the Mustangs, which is traditional, just, very traditional, to, very restrained compared to <laughs> compared to everybody else. Yes. Um, and then the uh, semifinal matchup that the Ducks played, uh, they played the Black Pumas. So and then so that was all they showed for the left side of the bracket. But then. Throughout the episode, there's scenes of the, uh, the arena. And in the, like, the rafters, they have little uh, banners of each of the team's logos. And yeah. so you see, you see there's a couple more logos that, are, that you can see that we didn't uh, get in the bracket. There was a Scorpion logo. Uh, so maybe I'm assuming Scorpions is their name. There was a, a knight logo, and it was, like, red and black. So I'm assuming maybe, like, black knights, red knights, scarlet yeah. knights, like Rutgers, something like that. Yeah. Then there was a frog logo.
0: Ooh, the fighting frogs. I like yeah.
1: that. Yeah. Then there was a beaver. Uh, and he looked like he was, like, carrying, like, maybe an axe or something, like some sort of uh, weapon. Um, okay. I didn't see the full thing. So I, it was just, like, I, the only thing I could make out was the beaver head and then him holding something. So Maybe it's a woodchuck. Maybe. Or, or maybe maybe he was like holding a hockey stick, like doing like a slap shot. And it was okay. just like, yeah, something like that. Um, and then another one was an owl. You saw an, an owl head and then wings. Um, and that one was like silver and yellow, I think. Um, and then the, the last one that you kind of see, uh, which ties back to episode nine, because episode nine we had. Uh, our boy Xander, who was uh, Maya's love interest, he was wearing a jacket that said Viper Freeze. Yeah,
0: and we um, were hoping it was an energy drink sponsorship. Sounds like I was it hoping, was just a
1: team logo. So I was I was hoping it was going to be a team name. I was hoping it was going to be a team name because that's just the dumb that's, – that's almost as bad as Don't Bothers, Viper Freeze. Um. But I was thinking it was either a team name or maybe he, maybe you know he. It was like a weird energy drink that you know Xander's so good at hockey he got sponsored by. But yes. well, the, so the the last logo that you can kind of make out is a snake head. Okay. And so I'm thinking that's maybe that's got to be the viper team freeze. gear. Yeah, yeah. viper, viper freeze. freeze. They're there. Yep. Which I really hope that's a team name. I know we're never going to get any confirmation unless uh, maybe we can get get some get the writers on here or something just to confirm that that team's name is in fact Viper Freeze because these, oh, these names are just, they're, they're trying too hard.
0: Could you imagine being a well-respected Disney writer and then coming on this podcast and getting grilled about the random (laughs) team names? Like that would be awesome.
1: So I, so what I was thinking of, what I was thinking throughout this whole process is because they have, they have logos for every single one of these names and more, I'm assuming for the other half of that bracket that we haven't seen they have logos, professionally done logos, and it looks like with the style that they're all in, I guarantee you it was all done by one like, graphic designer or graphic yeah. design team because it was very similar design styles. looked like it was all done by the same person. Yeah. I would love to talk to that person. We need to figure out who, who designed those logos and be like, so they came to you with these lists of names. What the fuck were you thinking? Like, how do you... How do you, how do you make a logo for a team called blade rockets? Yeah,
0: what's it, what is your storming bear? Like, how do you make a bear storm? Is yeah. it like, is it like coming at you in a tornado? I don't know.
1: Yeah. Well, so for that, that one, you got a good look at the storming bears logo. It was just a bear's head and then it had the name storming, like storming bears written above the bear head. Um, so it wasn't, it wasn't like a bear in a tornado though. That would have been fucking sick though. Um, <laughs> But I that that's my homework. I'm giving myself that homework is to figure out who designed the who they hired to design those logos and I want to talk to that person.
0: The other thing that I thought about the banners is the price and the cost of putting together thirty two banners for a state tournament. Like that's a that's a pretty pricey endeavor. Oh, yeah,
1: but it's I mean it's Minnesota, it's hockey. They got Good partnership. So they got a lot of surplus. They yeah. got, they got, they wrote, they wrote that in the budget for sure. And they're think of all the, the money they're making from the gift shop. You know, Nick, Nick single handedly paid for these banners. He, he, he had a, he had a
0: Benjamin in his hand and he got everything that gift shop had to exactly, offer and yeah. a little bit more.
1: Yeah. They had a ton too. They had the hat, they had the t-shirt. I saw a mug. I saw a glass. I saw pens and pencils. I saw, I think erasers. They had everything, everything you could imagine
0: everything you would want yeah um <laughs> but, but so, but anyways after the after the names are we done with the names done, yeah
1: than? yeah that's that's enough of the names but so so then they uh after they're looking at the bra- uh, the bracket then they walk into uh look at the rink and so they're at the top they bask of
0: in the trophy too they bask in the trophy's glow they see how big it is then they walk in the rink and the banner so i
1: them. i loved i loved this line because they they go in there and they're like amazed because the rink's huge it's like a it's like a it's it's a minor league hockey arena, is what it looked like. So it's it's yes. seat it's seating, you know, ten thousand, eight thousand people, something Tops. like that. Something Probably like that.
0: more like four to five.
1: I don't know. It looked pretty big. It, it has had, like, it, a, it, like it, an it, eight thousand person I, arena. Like
0: I, a smaller eight thousand person arena.
1: I would guess. I would, yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it. I, definitely more than four. I I'd say seven and a half. Okay. Um, because they had the upper deck level. Um, so I would say seven and a half. Um, sure. but so they're bas- they're basking in how big it is. How, uh, I, what is, do you remember what Lauren says? She says like, holy, she says holy, benoodles. Benoodles. that's what it is. And, and
0: it's not, it's not her. It's MJ because then Nick looks oh, at it her was and he goes, it was MJ because Nick looks at her and he's like, ah, oh, my love. You have such a way with words. I was going to no, say, no, holy the, cow, that's big. No, but she, you said the, holy, benoodles.
1: No, I'm pretty sure it's Lauren that says holy, benoodles because the, you have a way with words line is not till, not till later.
0: No, this is it. This
1: no, is it. I guarantee you. I guarantee you the you have a way with words line is not till later. I, w- I would bet my life on it, Heath. I-
0: holy, holy Benoodles MJ. You heard it here first, folks.
1: I'm going to pull this up right now. I guarantee you it's – it's, it's. I, I, I don't know if it's Lauren for sure, but I know the you have a way with words line is not till later on in the episode. I know that for a fact. Because why would MJ be walking with the team? That doesn't make any sense. She walks in with the team and Nick. Well, we, we goes the, the podcast already Oh shit,
0: no you're right. It is Lauren Holy Benoodles. Yeah.
1: Dang it. I see the podcast already has a bias problem with Nick being on the don't ballers. We're gonna throw MJ canoodling with them as well. That's, yeah, not... that's true. That's true. Lauren
0: Holy Benoodles. Nick says, Oh, you have such a way with words. Holy Benoodles. I was just
1: gonna say, wow, that's big. He doesn't say you have a way with words, Heath. That's Are how you I sure? know that's how I know you're lying. The way with words, he does say to MJ, but it's not until later on in the episode. Damn it. Yes. Sorry, but Brandon. I didn't mean to get you all <laughs>
0: fired up there. I got my episode mixed
1: up. It was more uh I was more I'm more still fired up about these team names and you, know, you, you know, you it's it's like with most things in life it was about something else he's
0: <laughs> it's never <laughs> but, it's never your fault initially yeah. but so holy noodles they're they're freaking out about Did how big get- it is
1: so are you talking so then then uh bombay says don't worry guys an ice rink is an ice rink 80 i forget exactly what it is but like 80 feet wide 200 feet long something like that yeah. 85 feet wide something like that it's- um and Logan goes, why does it look so much bigger than our rink? And that's when Bombay goes, oh, well, it is bigger than the Ice Palace yeah, by about 20 feet.
0: Yeah. So, but you just uh, need to let that go. But what, so,
1: so the Ice Palace is, does not have a regulation ice, uh, ice hockey rink. No. So why, how, why are we allowed to play in that? Why,
0: how did that not come up? Do you think that that's like one of, part of the state inspection that was failed? That like they didn't qualify to be considered competitive.
1: I don't <laughs> I think you... that's. I think the the inspection was like structural damage. I don't think they cared about how big the break <laughs> <I, rink> was.
0: <laughs> my my favorite is how quickly Bombay tells Logan to just move on. Like, hey, yeah, you know what? Just don't worry about that, yeah, buddy. Fuck.
1: Move on. But I just I would I I would love why. I just I how do you get away with a non-regulation rink? That's probably why they started winning games is because everybody was like this rink's too fucking small. I can't nobody could can skate on this except for the don't bothers. They know uh they know all the the special tips and tricks to this rink.
0: Like the dead spots in a basketball floor. Exactly, you know not yeah, to yeah. dribble there. If you're the home team, you know not to dribble there.
1: Exactly, yeah. But so that fucking drove that threw me for a loop. I was like, why are we allowing this team to play on a non-regulation rink?
0: And and then it like je- like it literally goes from that to the most action-packed two minutes of a television show. Like this show episode goes fast. Boom boom, it goes boom, boom, Real fast.
1: Yes, because we go it goes through does it go through all three rounds or just the first I think it goes through the the first two rounds yes. before the intro hits before
0: it blew i was absolutely confused at what minute mark i was at when that intro hit after this montage i was yeah. like holy crap we're only at the three minute mark and yeah. we're already almo- like we're already almost to the semis
1: yep because we get the the moon ramo- the maroon marauders that is such a fucking tongue twister it's a mouthful we get that game and then the caribou game
0: yeah. And Sophie Sophie hits the game winner against the Maroon Marauders. Yep. We we see that. And then the second game, we see something we haven't seen yet, which is uh, winning with shutdown defense. Maya and Lauren are sh- shutting them down. Oh, I
1: loved at the I, lo- I loved that sequence because you have MJ giving the play-by-play and she's like, "Yeah, they're shutting it down with or they're, they're winning this game with shutdown defense." And then the Clips that they just showed of Lauren and Maya were clips of them doing nothing.
0: Yeah. They were just everyone, all the clips of the kids skating were them just like skating by themselves in a rink.
1: Yeah. And then I think it's, I think it after she says shut down defense, I think it does show a clip of like Kube making a save. Yeah. He's a glove save for the win. He does a glove
0: save. And like don't bother's win. Cause then it goes to the third game right away, which is the Renegades.
1: Yes. Um,
0: and it highlights the different approach where she's like, you know, the ducks are still winning with their what? traditional way and the don't bothers are winning with
1: fun. Yes, exactly. And, and, and they're mixed with these, these first two games and the first three games. It's showing crowd reactions of the parents, right? Yeah. So this is when we get more glimpse of, uh, I think we talked about it last episode, of the team merch.
0: Yeah, we so see got, some more team merch. We yeah. see T-shirts. We see T-shirt. hats.
1: Yep, uh, more putting hashtag putting fun for shirts. Um, yeah, hats. Yeah, so we're we're fully in the merch game now with these don't bothers. Yep, I saw uh,
0: Nick's parents and Lauren's mom all had the stocking hats
1: on. Yep. still though, Sophie's parents not rocking any of the merch. No, but they're
0: swinging the T-shirts like they're terrible towels for the steal- for the Pittsburgh
1: Steelers. Okay, yep. yeah, I'll let it slide then. I guess. <laughs> but again, but again, I, they're 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 just cheering for Sophie. They're not cheering for the don't bothers. They don't yeah, they them.
0: don't care about the rest of the. They're, they're like Coach T. They don't care about the rest of the riffraff. They're just they just <laughs> care that Sophie's carrying them to the title. Uh, I also they showed Sam with like some really nice. Stick- oh, yeah. Like in the third game two, with the
1: He had two goals, right? yeah or, or he, so what, the next one goal one, on the renegades one goal on the one of the previous games in yeah. the lumberjacks he goes he gets uh, one in okay. the
0: lumberjacks uh which is coming up but in the renegades he pinballs off of two people uh-huh. falls down and then sticks it in to to have, i think that's the go-ahead game, goal there yeah. for that game wait so and then they do an nfl style celebration and sam's laying on the ground and someone grabs him with his stick and spins him in a circle Oh yeah. And yeah. then and then that's <laughs> um, and then I think that's where is that where they cut to the game against the Lumberjacks or something? I don't know.
1: So the, the games go they, they play the Maroon Marauders first. Yeah they play the Caribou. Caribou's the shutdown defense. Yeah. And then Third and then game then Renegades. Renegades. And then Lumberjacks. Um yeah. Um,
0: yep, and so, so, but they they're celebrating so, with Sam by spinning him in circles with their stick. I, I love
1: that. Yeah. And
0: then, um, once again, I think they have another last minute goal to win against the Renegades. Like it's the yeah. last second. Yeah, it's
1: a Evan slap shot. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep, and then it, and then it cuts. So so they they beat the Renegades. So we're then it cuts and, to, like... Uh, and then it's the
0: intro. And then it's the intro, and, and you're like, holy shit, they just played three games before the intro. <laughs> yeah. um, and then yeah. it's the parents. And then it's Sophie's parents telling her, like, oh, my God. This, this is going to look make so
1: the- good on a college essay. And then, Taking
0: the underdog yeah. to the championship. So a lot of pressure.
1: A lot of pressure. And then she kind of limps away. She, yeah. her, her knee's still bothering her. Um, and like they mentioned in the, that, that's going to be a thing for sure. Like they mentioned in the, the preview, uh, after last episode, the preview for this episode, they yep. mentioned her knee. So that's going to come back. And then, uh, they're kind of hanging out.
0: They mentioned Coop's parents. They yeah. feel sorry. Like that was kind of like a sad day. Like they're just like, geez, feel sorry for Coop. His parents never come. You feel well, you feel for Coop a little bit here. You feel
1: for Coop. It was just weird that they would throw that in then because there's, there's, When at the hockey mom episode, we don't see Koob's mom, and there's zero mention of it at all. You think that would be the time where they would bring up, like, you know, oh,
0: Koob's parents just aren't. Koob's parents never
1: come, they would bring something up, and then this episode, you get another mention, and then, um, Alex does something like, yeah, I've reached out to them like five times. times. Yeah, support,
0: poor poor Koob. Poor Coop we feel. but then uh, then MJ walks in. Oh, this is – you're this right. Is this is line. where Nick – because she comes in and she's like, hey, the Ducks are in the finals. Uh, they're going to play for the whole shebang. You could possibly yeah, play them shebang. for the whole shebang. And that's where Nick – I got it confused. That's where Nick's like, oh, you have such a beautiful way with words. Shebang.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so we get that, and then, and then Bombay's talking to them about – because they need to – so the Ducks are in the finals. We're playing the Lumberjacks. Bombay is get rested get, up. Yeah. Get rested up. Cause the lumberjacks look like lumberjacks They're yeah. they're huge. And they are yoked is what they, he says. They are, they are fucking gigantic. Um, yeah. But yeah, so you get that. And then, yeah, he's like rest up, everybody rest up and then we'll meet. And then I think that's it. Right. I don't think yep, the teams
0: else. just, uh, just go get some rest and, and then it's time to, to move on. And because then the next thing that happens is, Bombay and Alex screaming at each other from across the <laughs> rink because they have their, their pregame jitters before yeah. they play the Lumberjacks. I didn't really pay too much attention to this because it was just the conclusion that they love each other and like, oh, so I saw was, the Ice Palace and I just had a feeling. Like, what so made you come to
1: me? There was not much in this episode. I do have two takeaways, though, two takeaways. Because so, so, like you mentioned, they they have their jitters. This is the night before they play the Lumberjacks. Um, it's the middle of the night and they're in the arena, which we've established is a bus ride away from the oh, yeah. hotel.
0: How did they get in there
1: too? Like, yeah.
0: not, like, within, like within, I understand with the ice palace, even Hendrix arena being able to get into those, but like yeah. this with the state tournament, they're not letting people in and out of there outside no. of ours.
1: But so, so the, yeah, they're they're sitting there, they're yelling, they, they are sitting on opposite sides of the ring. They're yelling at each other. Um, and then they finally, you know, cut scene and they're next to each other. But so two, two things that stuck out to me was one uh, they're like reminiscing. They're talking about, you know, they're a little flirty and they're talking about the good old days. Um, yeah. And <laughs> Alex mentions that, you know, this whole thing's inspired her hockey inspires her. She's very thankful for it. She it inspired her. She's going to go back to law school. And Bombay says, yeah, I think that's a great idea. You would make a great low lawyer. It takes one to know one. And she goes, Oh, that's right. I forgot you were a lawyer, yes. which <laughs> I love. Because that does get lost, uh, especially last episode when they had the whole lawyer thing and it doesn't come up at, at all that he could have, you know. He could have done all that
0: himself. Yeah. Um, if so he had just, the drive and the motivation.
1: It was just a weird fucking thing to like be like, oh yeah, I forgot you were a lawyer. And then the other thing is, like you said, he mentions, so she had to find ice time for the Don't Bothers. And he, he, he mentions to her, he goes, how did you even find the Ice Palace? Which, again, goes back to Bombay's business IQ here. Why would you – why are you making it hard for people to find your ice palace, Bombay? <laughs> yeah, right. Like it, it, it. Why do it, you it, not it, want business? A, it's an ice rink. B, she needed an ice rink. Why are you confused that she found you? <laughs> like like she, she
0: does a really good job of explaining why too. i mean even before that it kind of just I, yeah said itself like she was making up a hockey team they needed ice yeah she i think happened upon it.
1: i think they did, it was like phrase really weird i think i think what he was trying to say is like what made you choose the ice palace yeah instead of like how how did you even know how, how did you even know the ice palace existed it's like come on bob it's a it's an ice rink in minnesota everybody knows you're there
0: but they were just trying to like it was destiny for them to meet. She was doing horrible work for the company, and then she heard the truck backing up, and it was just fate for her to find the ice palace.
1: Yeah, just, you know, and I- then
0: they, they're go. My the only in- part of that interaction that I took from it was Bombay was like, you know, after this, I'm gonna go to the win- Winter Olympics as a zamboni driver. Yeah. That was the only. Otherwise, it was like cool. They like each other. They found each other. They helped each other grow into better people.
1: Bored. Yep. Yep. I do love that he's gonna. I mean, he that vintage Zamboni would probably be a big hit at the Winter yeah. Olympics.
0: Oh, absolutely. There'd be some real hockey fans there that would have a deep appreciation for his Zamboni game.
1: Yeah, and he's the he's the fucking godfather of hockey. You know. Imagine the fanfare if he shows up at the Winter Olympics. The Minnesota yeah. Miracle Man. He,
0: like, Whoa. Get like, out
1: yeah. the caution
0: tape. You're yeah. going to have to hold
1: people no, back. Nobody wants to see Yarmir Yager or Wayne Gretzky. We want to see Gordon Bombay.
0: We already established this. Like Bobby Orr, Gordie Howe. I don't even know who those guys are. There's Bombay all the way.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Bombay all the way. Isn't that the? Isn't that a chant they do in the second movie? I think. It's USA all the, all the way. Oh, USA all the way. That's what it is. Because you Bombay know we're all Team the way USA
0: works. and we're going all the way.
1: Bombay all the way works too, though. I like. Because then uh, I think that Wolf that, the Dentist gonna,
0: comes in and he's like, "You're going down Bombay."
1: <laughs> actually, a pretty solid, uh, pretty solid Wolf the Dentist. <laughs> but I think that that's that's a t-shirt we need to make though. Is Bombay all the way?
0: Yeah, okay. Team
1: well, Bombay all the way.
0: That's it. once we start busting out some cake eater merch, we'll we'll get that. That'll be one of the first shirts we yeah. have. <laughs> um but then that's it for that interaction and so we jump to the lumberjacks game and they do a really good job of establishing just how much bigger the lumberjacks are than the don't bothers. Uh they look like they they're 21-year-olds. Yeah,
1: they look they look because they show the one the the kid he's taking the face off with, you can see his face through the helmet, and he legit looks like a twenty one year old.
0: Yeah, and he's like, he's eight got eight I'm pretty sure he's like taller. a
1: beard. Yeah.
0: And, he, and, and he's then, like, his like, wife, is like, is that his girlfriend or his wife? And it's like an old lady. No, like, no, 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 mm-hmm. no,
1: it's not, not his, no it's, not, it's not, is it his girlfriend or is it his wife? He's like sh- shouting at uh, uh, like a 35-year-old-ish lady in the stands. And she's like, oh, I love you, good luck. And then Evan and Nick are talking to each other and like go, is that his mom or his wife?
0: Oh, there we go, <laughs> is it his mom or his wife? Just- and
1: spoiler alert, we never find out. No,
0: I, I assume it was his wife.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. There was a there was a lot of sexual tension in that. I love you. You know. Yeah. That was They, wasn't they a, were together forever. They yeah. She was there to support him. But maybe the, could could have been a stepmom. You yeah. know. We're not getting into that, Brandon. Good God. <laughs> so so the I'll, lumberjacks I'll just come, cut that out.
0: <laughs> the lumberjacks come out hot and are just absolutely destroying the don't bothers they, they are. are throwing their weight we around some, mj calls out the refs she's like are the refs even yeah. watching this game
1: it's very very reminiscent of the first iceland game in DT, where they're legit just it's check after check after check these these little kids are getting just fucking the shit kicked out of them by the lumberjacks
0: yeah and so the second period ends in It's 2-2, right, at the end of the second period. We get the goal from Sam. We get the goal from Sophie where she hits the knee into the board, right?
1: Yes. I think think that's the – isn't that the game winner, though? Or – Oh, you're right. That is the – no, no,
0: no. The game winner is –
1: Oh, it's Coob making the save is the game is the the end of the game. That's
0: for the renegades that it goes it goes Sam Logan gives um or no, that's the Ducks game. I'm getting some of these games mixed up.
1: There's there's a lot of games in a short amount of time. But the yeah. the end of the Lumberjacks game is Coob makes the save on the goal line. That's the end of it. Oh the,
0: yes, that's right. Because it looks so, like it went over. It looked like a goal. To me, I don't know. It, Maybe it, I just
1: it, it has that. it has to hundred percent go over. It it's oh. not it, it's, it's not like football where you break the plane. You have to like it has to cross the full line
0: completely. Okay,
1: but you're you're right. So it is two to two, and then Sophie's goal is the go ahead goal when she gets rammed into the when board. she gets
0: rammed in, into. But before that happens, they're in like the the they're in halftime, and they do some some or no that that's not halftime. They're just trying to milk the clock to get into the finals, right?
1: Well, so, so, so Sophie gets that third goal, and she gets she like loses her footing, and the, the lumberjack guy pushes her into the boards, and she hits her knee. That's right. So she, and then they go defensive. Up, they go defensive, and Bombay. Uh, this is a, so I had the subtitles on, and this line caught me. I was flabbergasted by what the fuck he means by this. He, in the attempt to run out the clock, to play defense, to go to prevent mode, he tells Maya and Lauren to choke the clock. Choke the clock. Is that, a, is that a saying or – that sounded so fucking weird to me. Choke the clock. It, it was weird, but they did it. They, they choked did it. They did the it. clock. I just it, That threw me for such a fucking loop. I was like, what is he talking about?
0: You know what threw me for a loop was Sophie going in to dive bomb and celebrate with the team on Coop. She has a banged-up knee, and she oh, yeah. was on the doggy pile celebration at Coop. You know. I was very concerned about her knee. You
1: back. gotta, I mean, you know, you gotta celebrate the wins. You, you never know that that could have been that, that could be the last win she ever has. You gotta celebrate it. Got it. Got to celebrate. What's the so, What's the It happened in like the early two thousands. I think it was one of the Grammatica kickers. The uh, I think he he's either on the the New York Giants or the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but he makes a field goal that like got him into the playoffs, and then he starts jumping up and down and tears his ACL.
0: <laughs> yes, and then he I think he got cut.
1: Well, like, yeah, I, yeah, I don't think he ever came back from the ACL tear. That's yeah. I, that's hard to do if you're a kicker is to come back from that. Yeah, that was you know, that your was, your ACL is incredibly important when kicking a football.
0: That celebration and Heath Schuler. Headbutting the wall and hurting his neck; <laughs> it, those are those are two are the most boneheaded celebrations ever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but we win. The don't bothers win. We're so the championships we have, in the championship. It's the ducks are fighting to hold the crown, and the don't bothers are fighting to belong. That's how MJ kind of sets it up for us.
1: So yeah, so you get. MJ is doing play-by-plays for all of these games throughout these. This is like quick hitting fucking montage. Yeah, because like like you said, this goes. This episode is just nonstop. It's, it's super quick. Action. We've we've already gone through three games in what was like what like twelve minutes, fifteen minutes? Not even, yeah. And um, but so you have MJ doing the play-by-play with Terry. We don't we don't get any Terry lines though, which I was very upset about.
0: No, but there are some fun interactions. It's later when she's like, oh, this one's a nail biter and Terry's over there biting his hey, nails next to her. There was some good stuff
1: there. Like if yeah. she
0: would say like the crowd reaction, Terry would be like doing the exact same thing as the parents in the crowd.
1: Yeah. So the, the way they have it set up, and I think we mentioned this with some of the other episodes, where when they're showing MJ doing the play-by-play and they cut to her and it's her and Terry... And it always feels like Terry's about to say something. And then they cut away and he doesn't say anything. It was very similar with this to where they showed him a couple times and I was like, oh, we're going to get a sick-ass fucking Terry line. But they cut away. So I feel like when they had him with MJ, they, they had him up there and they were just like – just feed off of MJ and just like improv because the dude who plays Terry, his name's Mark Chavez. Is a legit improv comedian. He's, uh, I think he's got his own podcast and stuff, and he he does a lot of work with like Paul F. Tompkins, um, who's like a famous improv guy or whatever. So he's like a legit improv comedian. So I feel like that's what they did when they had him do some of these scenes where they were just like, you and MJ, let's just like riff off each other. But then they just they cut it all out. They didn't end up putting any of it in there. I would love to see some like B reels, some like deleted Terry scenes because I feel like there's gold in there.
0: He had that one gem where he's like, it feels like tax season in here.
1: Exactly, yeah. He's had some great lines. He's had like two or three good lines. And so uh, I would love to see the, the deleted scenes, the, the, the B-reels for, for Terry. I would love to. I would also love – so he's another one I want to get – I would love to get on the podcast to interview to talk with him and Some Terry. of these
0: real side characters to talk about what it was like being – Terry, the best dad ever because he's not driving his daughter around to play in these games. He no, is taking time out of his accounting practice to drive her to let call that, games on a
1: podcast. Let that, let that sink in, everybody. Let that sink in. This kid is not playing in the sports, in any of the sports leagues. She has a podcast. She's a 12-year-old who has a podcast about other 12-year-olds playing hockey. She does that in her free time outside of school. It you, might have
0: less listeners than our podcast.
1: Doubt it, but no, no. <laughs> I wish we were as talented as MJ. You know, if only um, we could be the
0: second most popular podcast in Southeast Minnesota.
1: Exactly. But so, like, but just so she, you have your kid is just like the weirdest fucking nerd, and has a podcast about other twelve-year-olds playing ice hockey in Minnesota, and you, out of the kindest and the A-plus parenting of your heart. Are driving her to each and every single one of these games so that she can do play by play. And then, not only are you doing that, then when her partner bails to play hockey, you hop in, you get in the booth, and you're doing the podcast with her.
0: A plus, Terry. A
1: fucking plus.
0: There is no social skills with that account.
1: You know, and like uh, he really no, steps, I, out, he's got, he
0: steps out of his comfort zone.
1: Oh, he definitely, he's stepping out of his comfort zone. He's got. He seems like he's got good uh, social skills. He he does not strike me as somebody who has great like public speaking skills to where he's comfortable on the podcast. There we go. And he does not strike me as somebody who cares about hockey in the slightest. <laughs> no, no, he's not a sports
0: guy. He's <laughs> no. not. A, he's not a sports guy. No, Might so be a numbers guy though.
1: Yeah, but so he's he's hopping in and doing something that he does not want to do with his kid and talking about something he has no knowledge of, but he's crushing it. So crushing back
0: it. Back to Brandon's parenting corner. 10 episodes deep, I think that the conclusion is that it, all the parents out there, if you are looking for someone to emulate in your parenting style,
1: be Terry. So I would go, so here's how I'd rank the parents for, throughout this show so far. So you got one, one A and B. I'll call it one A, one A. One A and one B is uh, Nick's, Nick's moms. moms. Boom. Okay. Two, okay. Terry. Yeah. For sure. Right there. And then everybody else gets F's.
0: I, mean, I feel like Lauren's mom could be like a three oh that's there.
1: true. It's true Lawrence yeah Lauren and Maya's moms both seem solid so yeah Lauren, that'll be three three A and three B Lauren and Maya's moms Okay and, and then, you only have to do a
0: top three that's fine.
1: Yeah and then yeah everybody else is well I, I actually I'll, I'll give Alex Lauren Graham I'll give her a D plus i'll give I'll give her a D plus. I'll give everybody else a D minus and then Logan's dad gets an F.
0: (laughs) Logan's dad just didn't do very well, but you know what? Logan is stronger for it. So that's okay. But I'm glad that I'm glad that you were able to set the rankings of the top parents of the show.
1: And hopefully, hopefully we can get uh, Terry as well as Nick's moms, not only on this podcast, but on parenting with Brandon as well.
0: There we go. My, like a, like a dual podcast book.
1: Yeah. Crossover. <laughs> <laughs> and so like the
0: crazy thing, once again, like this episode moves so fast because as soon as that game's over, they're right into coach T and Bombay. This is kind of a funny interaction where they're doing the the pregame coach glare. And it's, it's basically just a staring contest between coach T and Bombay where uh, Lauren or not Lauren, Alex is like, why is he staring at us? Like he wants to slash our tires (laughs) and they, and they're like, they're, they're cutting back and forth between the staring contest and the kids in the locker room. Yeah. Because in the locker room, Nick has another gem where he's like, listen, I don't want to jinx it, but can I call tro- first custody of the trophy for the summer? Last year at sleepover camp, I cried a lot, and I'm looking to rebrand this year.
1: <laughs> Fantastic. And I love how he he asks if he can get custody of it as if it's the Stanley Cup to where they like give you a week with it or whatever. I don't think the, the Minnesota Youth Hockey Association is giving you Giving a twelve-year-old custody of their trophy for a week,
0: exactly. Well, because like they they wink at that a couple times because like Bombay's like, yeah, you can't even drink out of the trophy.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> well, so I like, love that line. Yeah. yeah,
0: they they nodded to it a couple times. But I thought that was great. It's like I need to rebrand. I cried a lot at sleepover camp, <laughs> <laughs> sleepaway camp last year, uh, and then Evan's like, okay. Vote on it. I don't care. Because he's like, where in the hell is Sophie? Why is yeah. she not in the locker room with us? He turns around. Her knee looks rough. Like, they did a yeah. good job with, like, showing Bru- the bruising crazy games. bruising yeah. that you would get with, like, a full speed collision into the boards. Mm-hmm. And uh, Evan does the right thing. He's like, whoa, you can't play on that. Like, that looks terrible. That's disgusting. That's a rough looking knee.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then so Sophie, like, begs him not to tell anybody. She's like, she's like I can get through the game. We're fine. Don't don't. And then fucking Evan, two faced Evan, turns around, and fucking dimes her out.
0: Yeah. Mom Bombay jumps in. We need we need, I need you to talk to to Sophie. He breaks up the staring contest. I don't know if you saw that. And oh Coach yeah. yeah. Kind of like gives a little pip, uh, fist pump and he's like, yeah, beat Bombay. More yeah
1: he like calls Bombay away and Bombay is like, God damn it. I was winning.
0: <laughs> yeah. It was. And so, and so they, they call out Sophie and it's a great lesson to the parents because Sophie is feeling so much so this, pressure. This, from her this, parents.
1: this threw me off. Okay. Because they've been, the way they set up Sophie's parents to be, you know, it's not worth winning if you can't win big style. Yeah. And then even they know her knee has been hurting since the beginning of the season. They know yeah. that it's been brought up. It's in their intention. They know what's going on because they ask her about it multiple times. Like, oh, is your knee okay? Is your knee okay? Yeah. But still, within that thing, they're like, win, 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 win. But then now, all of a sudden, it's like they they do a complete 180, and they're like, no, you can't play. And it's like this just it. It was such such a turn so quick that it, it threw me off. And it just reinforced their their D minus parenting grade. Well,
0: the reason they changed the tune is because of two words: permanent damage. I think that when they heard the doctor say if you don't there was potential for permanent if, damage, that's if, when they scared them.
1: If they didn't think there was possibility for permanent damage when she's been limping for fucking three months, then that's that's on that's on them for not understanding what's going on beforehand.
0: Yeah but the the fall is what took a slight sprain to the next level i mean i i don't know if it's a slight i don't know if it was constantly. a slight
1: i don't know if it was a slight she was limping for like three fucking
0: months well that's true but like you used to when i was playing basketball like i'd roll my ankles constantly like i had to get yeah but crazy it was
1: but it was but you braces. would you would roll your ankle you would limp for 3 days or 2 days or whatever you would stop and then you'd go play the next game not having limped for a day or two, you'd roll it again, and then you the... Cause, but the key there is you stopped limping, and it's a new sprained ankle. This... She had been limping from the same knee for, like, three months, however long the fucking season is. Maybe longer. Who knows? I'm not trying I mean, to defend Sophie. I'm
0: trying to defend Sophie's parents a little bit just because, like, they... I'm just wanted saying that, to honor their daughter and let her play, but you're you're right. They should have been a little to bit honor, more. Aware honor her of this. and let her
1: play. They were begging her to play. They told her 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 Harvard admissions depends upon it.
0: Depends upon this story. But let that be a lesson out there. She wanted. She was going to hurt herself to please her parents, and yeah. because they put so much pressure on her.
1: Yes, and that kind of so I think, that's the thing that I think drives me crazy. And I'm good that she kept that kind of mentality going because I think that like that kind of pressure, you can't unlearn Yeah, on the, like the turn of a dime, you know, like, like her parents, they switched switched attitudes real quick, but that pressure is still in Sophie and it's going to be in Sophie till she's probably dead.
0: Yeah. Because she saw what happened with her brother and what they did with him. And if she doesn't live up to that expectation, you know, and that's where, You know, we we get, that's a whole different podcast, but poor Sophie, that's a, that's a lot of pressure, but Sophie's frustrated and she's sick of it. Like she doesn't want to be responsible for the team, not being able to play because all of a sudden their right roster is a burden and they only have 10 players, the minimum amount of people to play.
1: Sophie's like, I still need to play. I don't want to let anybody down. Yeah. But everybody else, Evan, Evan is like, you cannot fucking play. Her parents do a one eighty, and they're like, "You shouldn't play if if you can risk permanent damage." And then Bombay Bombay is the same way. He's like, "As coming from somebody who's had multiple knee surgeries, don't do this. It's not yeah. worth it." And then at 80, your age, too. yeah. And Alex is the same way. She's like, "You don't. We do, you don't need to fucking play. We don't want yeah. you to play." But so then then you, that's when you find out. So they have ten players, and apparently, for this fucking stupid. NCAA uh, sponsored event another rule. rule another out fucking the hat. rule. Uh, you can't. You have to have ten players. And I'm assuming. So they don't really explain this all that all that much. She has to. So you have to have ten players dressed uh, for the game. I'm at uh, ten active players. I'm assuming based on the way this whole thing's going down, all ten have to play.
0: Yes, that is what I assume because otherwise you could have just hid Sophie on the bench. Yes, but since since they alluded that she would have like had to play and she couldn't just like fall it. I think that that's part of part of it. So I, now I totally go, agree with that.
1: go with me though on this, right? Okay. This is what you do. If Sophie's up to it, but she probably would be up to it. Um, Cause she's a, she's too hard headed, but what you do, you put her out for the first face off. You put her at the, uh, on one of the winger positions. That's right next to the bench. Take the face off and Sophie Sophie immediately changed. Boom. She played for 1 second and then you just go on with the rest of the game.
0: And then you can do that at the start of each period.
1: Well, I don't know if they'd be that I don't know if they'd be that stickler to where she'd have to play each individual so? period. Well, that's what I
0: thought. Like you could have just somehow hit her. But what happens is Sophie kinda of is like, Nope, I'm gonna play. They go and she's like, Hey, players only meeting and she shuts out Lauren or uh, Alex in Bombay yeah. and Alex is like, Oh, I think I did that. Sorry.
1: Oh and, yeah, I, I think I taught her that. <laughs> yeah, I think I taught her that. And so now she's she Alex didn't teach you that. Sophie's a big letter fan. She she knows all about the play player only means.
0: Of course. Bardowski's. Yeah. And and so she comes in and her and Evan are arguing back and forth. And then finally Evan turns and he's like, all right, guys, so here's the deal. And everyone's like, yeah, dude, we just heard you argue. We are not idiots. It's context clues. Sophie's knee is F.
1: Isn't that – well, because Nick Nick is like, oh, yeah, we know what's going on. And I think it's Lauren that says, yeah, a lot of context clues. (laughs)
0: Yeah, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to put these two pieces together. But then (laughs) Sophie's like, no, I'm not going to be the one and so Evan, Which I, I get that i
1: get that yeah. i've been in oh. that, that situation before you don't want to yeah. be the, you,
0: know. you never want to be the person that causes your team to lose but you know what i realized that this episode evan's a lot like stan in south park where he always is the one that like delivers the message you know at the end he's yeah. like hey you know what sophie if you're not if you don't want to be the cause i will and so they have another rudy moment too where evan picks up his
1: stick yeah. and then
0: he so drops this- it down i thought that was annoying
1: I thought it was annoying because they were definitely going for a Rudy moment, but it doesn't land, I don't think, because – so the Rudy moment is very symbolic, very famous. If, if if nobody understands what the Rudy moment is, look up the, uh, the great movie, Rudy. It's about a, a walk-on player at Notre Dame University, but there's a scene where – is it they're, they're going to cut Rudy, right? Isn't that what yes, it is? Yes, the
0: the new coach is going to cut Rudy, and so all the team goes to his office.
1: They go to his office and they hand hand, they hand the coach their jersey, which yes. is a very symbolic uh, thing because that's what you do when you leave a team is you hand in your jersey. I did not care for this Rudy moment in the Mighty Ducks because all they do is they drop their stick, which yeah. I mean you could just just pick it back up. Yeah.
0: Well, and they <laughs> they also they also did a similar version of this when they all got mad at Evan and they all took turns skating away from him, saying they were mad at him.
1: Yeah, yeah that's true. So, yeah.
0: so this is the second time they've tried to pull something like this. But yeah, then Sam comes up and he's like, "No, I'm not doing it either."
1: Yeah. You know. <clears throat> and so. And then the the che- the the check kids get up and don't say anything and just drop their stick or something like that, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: And so <laughs> those che- the check kids
1: they do all they- of this. They do have a line later on, though, which is, I mean, finally.
0: Yes, I, I love I wrote that down too. But they, uh, for me, I was kind of like caught on my heels because like they brought it in for the hug. And then all of a sudden, they're presenting the trophy to the Ducks. And it's like, that's it. This is over. Yeah. States is over. All this buildup, all this hype. And it ends like that. That's just. That's tough. That was a tough ending for the state championship I do, tournament.
1: I do love that they're all sitting there watching the ceremony, the trophy ceremony, and uh, what's Nick, Nick comments because the, the Ducks already have championship hats.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's like, how did they already have those? <laughs> no surprise there. But then, and so Coach T is given the number one. Stephanie's down there. They're posing with yeah. the trophy, and then they're all leaving, and Coach C comes in with the worst burn ever. They're like, oh, hey, do you guys happen to know an engraver? Why would you, you not win anything?
1: Which is a fair point, though, because even the participation trophies that Alex gave out before the first game were not engraved at he all. He
0: commented on this. They have no yeah. idea what these trophies are for.
1: No, no, No idea. And it's because she doesn't know a good engraver. I think about this scene before, before we dive into the, the, the meat of the scene. One thing I thought was super fucking weird was so they're at States, right? And we've established that States had the banners for all the team logos, right? You have the bracket, all the teams. But when they're in the locker room and they're, they're cleaning out all their stuff and they're walking away from the locker room, you see in the background banners for the teams, but only the teams from the Ducks and the Don't Bothers leagues. There's a Hawk banner hanging. There's a Cardinals banner. There's a Bears banner. I think there's a Huskies banner. It's all the teams and logos from their own specific league. Oh, Which I didn't
0: see that. I didn't notice
1: that. Didn't make any fucking sense to me why those would be at states when those teams are not at states. I don't know. It's just, it was a weird thing that, that threw me off. Anyway, back to the scene.
0: <laughs> so, back to the scene. Coach T with the engraver burn. My favorite is he's like, uh, I'm sorry, this trophy and $200 P.F. Chang's gift card says <laughs> a different
1: story. So I, I, I would love to know if everybody got a $200 P.F. Chang's gift card or if just the coach did.
0: That is – so I thought the same thing. Is this a 200 – because, like, it can't be for the team because $200 is not going to be even close to
1: enough to feed a
0: team at P.F. Chang's.
1: Depending on your drink situation, you could maybe feed three people with $200.
0: No, it's not that bad. They sometimes have, like, a nice dinner for two type of situation at P.F. Chang's. I love P.F. Chang's, by the way. It is a little overpriced, though.
1: Very overpriced.
0: Just go to Panda Express in the food court. Some food court at Panda Express, yeah. or the
1: they they have drive-throughs now. Did you know that? Oh wow! Yeah, but
0: like the ambiance of PF Changs, and we won't get too amb- up on PF Changs. The
1: ambiance but, of PF Changs. What a what a, this is the dumbest sentence I've ever heard. Get the lettuce wraps. It's like the, I will. I, I will say the lettuce wraps are fucking fire. Yeah, see, but the au- like, you can't see the ambiance of P.F. Chang's. It's like it's Chang's, the most wa- watered down white person nonsense I've ever fucking seen.
0: Okay, have you ever? It's like Olive Garden. That's like saying Red o- Lobster, P.F. Chang's, like Olive Garden, one of the greatest Italian restaurants in America.
1: <laughs> Olive Garden is fantastic. The the, the, the breadsticks and salad. Oh yeah, it's fantastic. I don't think they do it anymore, but their like buy one take one deal was a steal.
0: Cheddar bay biscuits at red lobster that's how you knew you were but but again a you're baller. not talking
1: but again you're talking about the food you're not talking about the ambiance the ambiance at all of those restaurants is garbage it's amazing no it's, it's okay let's move on let's go
0: <laughs> anyways and then Bombay starts giving them the business about so I compare this for any NBA fans out there. I compare this to the 1999 Spurs when they won the NBA championship in the lockout shortened season after MJ, uh, Michael Jordan retired where the Spurs played the Knicks in a rock fight, like 71 to 68 NBA finals. And it was a disaster, terrible ratings, all that kind of stuff. And So that is an asterisk championship for the NBA. I thought you were were going to talk uh,
1: the the last championship, the the Mickey Mouse tournament uh, for LeBron's champion, LeBron and the Lakers championship.
0: Listen, I am not going to be the person that tells LeBron that championship isn't real. Him and his media crew, just like Disney, can personally take us down. That's true. This is this is a Disney sponsoring the vaccine situation all over again.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm here for it though. LeBron and his and his Mickey Mouse championships, you know. If you don't anyways, like it, LeBron, asterisk. If, LeBron, if you don't like it, come on the pod and defend yourself. That's a challenge. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't want to say it, but I'm not looking forward to Space Jam. I'm nervous for Space Jam too. I just
1: it's not even I, gonna come
0: close to living up
1: oh, no. to so, the first one. I, I was
0: Speaking of LeBron.
1: I was nervously optimistic about it when I first heard it. I was like, okay, this could be good. It could be okay. And then I saw the trailer for it and I was like, there's no possible way this is going to be good at all because it it, it is completely devoid of any and all charm. Yeah. Especially with like, so the beauty about, I think the original Space Jam, and granted, I will say it's, a very flawed premise it's a flawed movie it's it's but you know it's like the money Ducks. like it's not it's not a good movie but i love it it's fantastic it's it's nostalgic for me but the beauty of the original space jam is its simplicity simplicity you go in there the only thing you need to know about that entire movie is bugs bunny michael jordan basketball that's what's going on that's what you need to focus on i watched the trailer for this new one and they're like the the bad guys are like all these weird like cgi pulp, pop culture references there's like a there's there's just so much like pop culture references that they jam into that trailer there's like a game of thrones logo there's fucking um like, there's just so much like pop culture stuff to where like if you were to take a 8 year old kid to to this space jam movie he would have no idea what's going on. He doesn't know what Game of Thrones is. He has no idea. Like all of these pop culture references you're throwing in this are only going to land with old people that only that like religiously watch and pay attention to pop culture. Yeah. You're, you're going to, you're not going to catch any of these kids with this. Like the original did because it was legitimately just cartoons and Michael Jordan, which every fucking eight year old knew. Yeah. So you're all in this. There's just going to, there's too there's too much stuff in this new space jam there's no way it's going to be good. There's no fucking way. That's, and, uh, that's saying and, and hope G- for the best, expect the
0: worst. And it's, and, it's,
1: and it's the premise is he has to save his son, right? So it's like son gets kidnapped. That's two that's mm. high stakes. So sorry, LeBron.
0: We're, we're not necessarily feeling Space Jam. But back to it. Asterisk championship. Bombay is needling. Coach T, with this,
1: he is, and Co- Coach T falls for it. Falls for it. Hook, line, and if sinker. I, if I'm Coach T, though, I just, I, you know, just pack up and move on. I wouldn't oh, even. Oh, my championship! My engraving. championship has an asterisk. Whatever, Bombay. See ya. Yeah. You know. Sorry,
0: you couldn't field more than ten people on your team. That's your poor organization. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's not well, our keep, fault. Just keep it moving, Coach T. Keep it I moving.
0: wouldn't have even said anything about the engraver.
1: I would have just moved on. Got. It. I, I might've like done one, a little one-liner and then, and then, but then you, you just keep, keep walking. Don't even, don't even stop. Like you say the one-liner as you're walking, you don't even stop. Yeah. My,
0: my favorite though is so Alex, they they get coach T and then Alex goes all Highlander on coach T and she's like, come on, meet us at the ice palace. We skate at dawn." <laughs> and he's like, what is this a duel? <laughs> and she was like, no, okay. You're right. I guess we can do it at a more reasonable hour. <laughs>
1: Yep, and then yeah, she, she yeah she doubles down. She's like, let's well, because Co- Coach T is like, there's there's no asterisk. We would have we would have beat the shit out of you anyway. Yeah, and Alex is like, well, f- prove it. You know, let's let's skate, let's let's play tomorrow. Bombay yeah. says like, yeah, no no cameras, no uh crew, no whatever. But I mean, M- MJ and Terry show up to to call the yep. games. So. No media,
0: but except for the, the consistent, don't bothers me.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, let's let's settle this mono mono on the ice. Anyway. Coach T raises
0: the stakes,
1: yes, he see. wants them to
0: go from the don't bothers to the it. don't exist love that line
1: yeah yeah that, that's, that's how he he's like, fine, we'll play, but if we if the ducks win, you go bye bye
0: yeah ducks like is. go away, I want you to go away you are you have been annoying me since episode one when you told me to not bother and you made me go viral because you were a lunatic, get out of my life yep. And then Bombay is like, okay, so if if you win, we go away, but if we win, we get your team name. Yeah. Because you guys do not know what it's like to really be ducks. And then they start quacking. Yes, they Quack. they start quacking. Quack. <laughs> and and I absolutely
1: love that. Yeah. And, and then so, so this 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 is we we've been talking all. Uh, this is the yeah, we're talking podcast. about about how on earth they pull the switcheroo and we get because the, the the name of the show is the fucking Mighty Ducks the good guys have to be the Mighty Ducks at some point
0: yeah they can't be this isn't the don't bothers game changer exactly. we knew this was coming sometime
1: yes and so we were just trying to figure out how they do it and this is how they do it honestly it's I I would have I I mean it's not a bad way to go about it. I would have preferred they play the championship game, though. Same. I really,
0: that really kind of, like, left a mark.
1: I would have loved for, so, like, Sophie Sophie doesn't play in the championship game, right? She sits. The the game still goes on, though. Um, And because of, like, the emotional toll of losing Sophie right before the game, the Ducks cream the Don't pollers, right? They just fucking light them up. And then the end of the game, and Coach T is like fucking living it up. He's lining it up, whatever. And then, then you get this little exchange where Bombay and Alex are like, "You have an asterisk. Let's play again. Let's do this yeah. again." And then, the I I think that would have been a better. And then even even the the when they play the second game the next day, they still don't have Sophie. I yeah. I don't want Sophie to like miraculously heal for the next game or whatever. No, but you know they have time to prepare their motivation from the last loss and then they, you know, they eke out a a one goal win. I think that, and they get the name. I think that I would have liked that more than them not even playing the championship game.
0: I, my ideal conclusion was very similar, but (laughs) I, so I wanted them to play the final game as well. But my thinking was like, they play the final game. They're out there. First period, Sophie goes down can't okay. continue and then the officials come in they're like hey you only have nine players sophie's hurt sorry we got to call it and, and that's it okay. and they it kind of ends the game there and everyone's like wait what in the heck is happening and then very similar they're going back and forth hey i challenge you i challenge you let's meet in the ice tomorrow let's let's meet at dawn we fight
1: okay i like that too yeah, I would have liked either that,
0: way, it and, and, was kind of weird not playing the game, it just kind of had a weird yeah, vibe not yeah. playing the game, but it was an okay solution plus, for them to play like the name.
1: Like we established, first of all, uh, because they, they say that they want to play the, the next game at the Ice Palace, like we've already established, that's not a regulation rink, okay? Yeah. It's 20 feet short, that's a home, that's a home ice advantage that should not be legal,
0: you know. And Alex knows this, so like she's already manipulating she, coach T. Is very emotional right now. Do you right think now.
1: Coach T knows it's not regulation?
0: Oh, absolutely no way he knows. Yeah. Otherwise, he would not have stood up for that.
1: So, do you think that's how? I would love if that's how season two starts. Is Coach T like suing them in court because the uh, <laughs> to try to get the name back because the the rink wasn't regulation size?
0: Just like how Stephanie won the slap shot, slap shot challenge for the moms on a yeah. technicality.
1: Yep, exactly. It, it would go down the same. Disney, let us write this fucking show. That would be a great. That would be a great first episode of season two.
0: Let, re- reach out. Reach out to the show. But so my favorite part. is So we go to like that ends and we gear up. It's going to be ducks versus don't bothers in the ice palace. And we go to the ice palace and they're singing the national anthem. But not only are they singing Who? the national anthem coob and his voice of an angel yep. is just the most moving rendition of the national anthem but i was laughing so hard when the crowd starts to like clap because they're like geez that was really good and they're fired okay. up and then every and then he just holds the note for like yeah. an extra 30 holds seconds that last oh. note.
1: The, the home of the brave he holds that for a while so i loved the i thought coob fucking crushed it singing again with his with his national anthem. And then another thing I noticed so when the, when he's singing the national anthem they're like painting from the rafters down onto the flag and then you see in the background ban, like championship banners in the ice palace. And so I got to thinking, you know, it's like I wonder what these these championship banners are for because obviously, you know, the the Ducks are the Hendrick's Pavilion. Uh, our good old hawks are not playing at the ice palace what are these championships for so i paused it and i like zoomed in and freeze framed it there's none of the banners are from later than 1959 all the ones i could make out were from 1956 through 1959 there's a couple good ones there was multiple ice dancing uh, championship banners every single year powerhouse right
0: some powerhouse ice dancing team was coming out of the ice palace.
1: Yep. And then there was a real fancy looking one for 1959 for compulsory figure skating, and that was like a bigger one. It had like a fancy design. It looked very important, you know. And then the other ones that I saw were uh, there was three uh, junior curling championships: one for <laughs> 19- one for 1956, one for 1959, and one for 1958. 50 56 57 59 so, so the
0: ice palace was a training ground for all future winter olympians it sounds oh yeah like.
1: yeah I, I didn't see any hockey banners though so it, it looked like it was strictly curling and uh ice dancing slash figure skating was uh were the powerhouses but a lot of championship banners
0: it's it's amazing was did we miss where Coop's parents was That the lumberjacks game when Coop's parents showed up? Did we miss that part?
1: We did. Yep. That was lumberjacks.
0: Just, just for, for the listeners out there during the lumberjacks game, before Coop made that really sick save, which uh, cause we talked about it earlier they mentioned that his parents didn't come and Coop was taking a break and he looked up and Evan's like, man, Coop, do you see a ghost? And he's like, Oh my God! They came. My parents are here, which was a very nice and very moving moment for Kube to get the parents. He got the shot, the Evan, the Evan juice. I say so he turned like into Evan with his
1: dad. Where yeah, once he yeah. saw his parents, he was like, "Let's fucking go." He turned into Patrick Wall, and was the best goalie ever. Yeah. And then he. So they showed up to that, and then during this game, the re, the Ducks game, uh, they're seen in the crowd as well. So they're, yeah, they, they're they're
0: here. So then, not only do they get to see him play hockey, but they get to see him perform one of the most lovely versions of the national anthem we got to get Coob on this podcast because we were hard on kub with this goaltending but that necessarily wasn't necessarily his fault that was more the coaching we were yeah. critiquing the That's coaching the coach. because they needed to either teach him or pull him one way or the other yeah you know, but now we want to talk to Coop because you know, being one of the most beautiful voices, but also playing hockey. How does he find the time to balance both being in theater and playing on the team?
1: I mean, I think you you got the your answer to your question right here when you sing the national anthem at your hockey game. That's how that's you not, that's it. play double time. Yep, exactly.
0: <laughs> so beautiful entrance, and then it's and then it's game time, and the game kicks off with like. Super intense hockey. Sophie's like, you got it, Morrow. I will
1: will say super intense hockey, and I will say the hockey Mm -hmm. scenes for not only this game, but the other state championship games were great. Looked way better. There was – everybody on the scene was moving. There wasn't anybody, like, standing randomly in the background or just, like, laying on the ice. Granted, they weren't – amazing hockey scenes but they looked way better than the ones we got earlier in the season yeah
0: they look like legitimate hockey interactions and real scenes so that was like one of the first things i noticed like this game the hockey scenes were really great evan hits one off the crossbar right away uh to open things up uh then they go to a random weird koob save where he just like falls forward and trips the guy with the puck and everyone's like good save koob i was like well he just fell over
1: well, he, he was like poked at the – he poked at the puck in front of him. That's like a, a thing you do, uh, like poking the puck away from an oncoming player. It's a thing um, goalies do, but he did it in like a weird, dramatic way. Just didn't make it look very graceful. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: It looked like he just – I was like, man, he just kind of tipped over there, but I'm glad he made the <laughs> save. yeah. So, but then uh, right after that happens, we've got our boy Wildcard Sam, who yeah. has really Sam. come on. Like, he has really come on. And he d- has some uh, slick stick work and is able to do another goal where he's kind of like falling down and yeah. gets it around Trevor. And so, after that goal hits, which everyone's celebrating, Coach T is over it. And he's like, Listen up, pheasants. There's only one ref out.
1: Does he here. does he call them pheasants? No, but okay. he should have. That was another really big missed opportunity. Yeah, yeah. I can't believe I missed it if he did, but no. Okay.
0: But come on, pheasants. There's only one ref. You're bigger. You're stronger. Yeah, more he, powerful. He has
1: a great line. I love it. Because he's like, yeah, he's like, there's only one ref. Let's fucking do this. And I think it's Ruby who's like, uh, he's like, Are you are you telling us to play dirty? And Coach T goes, it's not dirty, it's hockey. Yeah, <laughs> that's another. That's another T-shirt right there. That's it's another. Not dirty, it's, hockey.
0: it's not dirty. It's hockey. And so Ruby, this is the second time Ruby has uh, questioned Coach T.
1: Yes. Oh, in and he the also last two episodes. Last two episodes, and then also uh, before, right after Sam's goal, uh, Coach T is yelling at the team again, and he's like, he's like, you guys need to get, you guys need to do better. You need to get motivated. Do you want to lose our team name? Like, all the cool names are taken. What do you want to be? The, the fucking sea monsters? Or sea monkeys is what he said. Sea
0: monkeys. Yeah.
1: And would it be the sea
0: monkeys? I would love to be the sea monkeys. That's not a bad, that's not a bad team. It's better than the <laughs>
1: don't bothers. That's true. It's much better.
0: You know, I'm surprised there weren't any, like, what, Minnesota what bit mosquitoes there. Because mosquitoes are <laughs> wild in Minnesota. They land at 10,000 lakes in the summertime. You're going to get bitten up. You yeah. need that bug spray. So
1: but coach so, T so, tells them to play dirty. It's not dirty. It's hockey. And then so they come out and they start checking all crazy again. And they're tripping, uh, tripping penalties everywhere. Yep, yep. Well, just, well I mean, that's, that's 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 hockey, Heath. we
0: Well, that's that's also youth hockey too. Most of it's <laughs> unintentional tripping penalties, but yeah. or Ruby, people just tripping over their own skates. Ruby is very strategic. She trips up Evan, grabs the puck. Hits a goal. She's sliding so, down the. That's so the this, second one. The first one she gets a clean goal. Someone else, I think, knocks him down.
1: Yeah, but so it's one of those goals that they score during when they're playing dirty threw me off because it, it was a classic Koob goal. So it was right after. He didn't I, move. He didn't move at all. She five just, hole. Uh, yeah. Boom. Just didn't even didn't even have to put any power behind it. Just gl- gl- glided it through a five hole. And yeah. I was like, God damn it, Koob. God damn it. Just just
0: right he, – he fell into some – so that actually makes sense because he fell into some bad habits. He fell back into some bad
1: habits during this game. Yeah. Yeah. I assume he just panicked and was like, you know, just froze. Cla- yeah. Classic coup.
0: But but considering she questioned the tactics, Ruby jumped right in there and leveraged those to score oh, yeah. two quick goals Heath, at the half. Heath, Heath,
1: Heath. Heath, she's just doing her job, you know? She's –
0: I did my job. But that's you know I feel like Ruby is just a chip off the old block with Clark. You know she she has too much Clark. Stephanie yeah. needs to just remove Well I, I so us.
1: I I I get, I, get, I, guarantee, I guarantee you. Actually maybe I don't guarantee you. I would imagine Stephanie, Ruby and Trevor join the the new Ducks. The, the, the don't bothers going absolutely. In, going in, going yeah, into the two.
0: I I actually thought they were going to do it at the end of season one. I thought Stephanie was going to be like, you know what, Clark's out of here. We're old ducks now. I'm going to make my kids be good guys. Yeah, they're not going to be Jews. I, I was
1: going to say I I almost guarantee it, but then now I'm thinking like Trevor with Trevor and Coob, you run into like a you know a Julie the Cat Goldberg scenario to where and they would never we, do that. We got two goalies. Maybe you maybe you transition because like like they uh they end up transitioning Goldberg to defense, don't they? Yeah, yeah, they transition. Yeah, in the yeah, third movie, right? I think a little bit in the second two, Like the, yeah. the 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 second Iceland game, I think he plays defense a little bit. But so maybe maybe they do that with Trevor, transition yeah. him to a D man.
0: So they're down three one. Ruby hits those great goals, hits halftime, and they go into the so locker room.
1: It's not. And it's not halftime. He's,
0: What's it, What do they call it? What do they call it? Halftime in hockey?
1: There's no halftime because there's intermission. Three, there's three periods. So there's, you can't cut it in half. So
0: they're intermission.
1: Second intermission. Dude.
0: Second intermission.
1: I used to work for a in, hockey team, but it's in, been like in, a decade. Ago. In order for it to be a halftime, it has to cut something in half. Heath.
0: the viewers got the gist of it, Brandon.
1: No, they didn't. They were they were completely lost. They thought I was talking about football all of a yeah. sudden they were like wait so, wait when, when, when did i turn on the little giants podcast
0: <laughs> oh we should do the little giants but uh <laughs> so second intermission the don't bothers are not feeling good they're feeling pretty down and About, they're, they're ready to quit they just they know they're toast it's over and alex is trying to give them a ram rah speech and she's like hey you guys we always, at least we'll always have this ice palace. We can yeah. always come here and be together. It's and like, Bombay, what, what, is, what,
1: what does Evan say? Oh, it's hard to cut you off. But what does Evan, Evan say in one of the earlier episodes when he's trying to convince Sophie? We're the good guys. We either win or we learn a lesson. And this is the
0: lesson for them to learn. Bombay hits a killer line after Alex is like, but we can always come here. And Bombay is like, yeah, as long as you pay for ice time, you're yeah. always welcome. <laughs> yeah. Ever the opportunist. He is not letting those little shitheads in his ice palace he for can't, Sorry.
1: The ice he can't pal- afford it. No, yeah. The ice palace is uh, minutes away from bankruptcy. We can't be giving away free ice time. This is not a charity. Yeah. We gotta, somebody's <laughs> got to pay Winnie's salary, you know? And,
0: and so I have to – exactly. We can't have Winnie – going on unemployment because Bombay is just giving out ice time willy nilly to the next mom that he wants to get with. That's yeah. just, we've already talked about some of the business operations, but you know, he's got to, at least he's putting his foot down. He needs to get paid for that ice time. Yep, yeah. free. No so, so we can get that. And so the team is, is looking for any win and Sophie comes in and she's like, you guys, we've already won. It doesn't matter what happens in this third period. We've already won. The Ducks are losers because they don't want to win the right way. They don't enjoy what they do. It's a business. We've won for this. So then they do another thing where everyone goes around and takes turns saying what why they've won yeah. by being a part of this team. We get – Logan gives the sad dad talk. He's yeah. like, listen, I'm a divorce kid, and you guys – gave me a reason to get away from my sad dad.
1: Yeah. He said I, it
0: exactly verbatim about
1: Yeah. <laughs> this was an interesting scene. Again, it goes one kid, kid by kid, another like Rudy type moment they're trying to... Yeah.
0: I, I did like Nick's, of course, because he's like, you know, you guys gave me a chance to play, and all of a sudden I realized I'm actually average. I'm an average player.
1: And yeah. that was cool. That's a win. <laughs> yeah. Um, that was good. You got Maya and Lauren talking about how they're best friends with each other. Yeah. And Coob is...
0: Coop put on pants. That was his big win. He's like, "Hey, I used to be yeah. a basement dweller. Now I put on pants. Look yeah. at me."
1: Sam said he finally he finally found something useful to put his craziness towards, or something like that, right?
0: Yeah. And then um, your favorites,
1: the checks, the checks, checkmates, my checkmates. <laughs> they, yeah, they. Uh, what, I forget well, what the tall guy says, but the the short we like it here. That's right. And then the short short kid stands up and goes, "Thumb up." Yeah, <laughs> thumb
0: up. <laughs> And then yeah. Nick goes, well said,
1: checkmates.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then Maya and Lauren with their like, oh, I'm I'm winning because I'm making this awkward for Maya. And Maya's like, oh, I'm winning because Lauren's my friend. Yeah. And I don't have fake friends anymore. <laughs> and then Evan gives his stand speech like, you know, after being cut from the ducks, I was like really sad. And, and I won because I found the Don't Bothers and I have a great mommy.
1: Yeah. She's not that great, Eva. She's not that great. But he loves her to death.
0: So they're thinking no trophy. And But they're like, you know what? Doesn't matter. We're going to Go win. have some fun. Let's go have some fun. But wait. Bombay has a surprise before they hit the ice. How did yes. you feel about this Bombay surprise?
1: I, I kind of enjoyed. I enjoyed. I loved it. I enjoyed the idea of it. So, so yeah. So he, he has a box that he says some friends left behind for him. And it's the 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 original ducks jerseys now yeah. so what so I like the idea that uh, I love the I I love throwing on the old the original ducks jerseys where it loses me is that it's the, the original ducks names on the back as well it's not it's not the actual I thought kids that was names. the fun part it's interesting it's it's interesting I I, I get it. Um, But because the Ducks, the original Ducks left, like we're
0: led to believe after season six, the original Ducks left all those jerseys behind for them to wear.
1: Well, but then, and that's why you know, they got distributed. There's, there's no way. There's no way any of those kids are fitting into Fulton's size jersey. You know,
0: or do you think these are like the jerseys were just in the bot, the basement of the ice palace? No, the these Bombay are Justice. these are
1: brand new, specially made jerseys that they just decided to put the old people's names on.
0: Like, I thought it was X. Ex- I would. I wish I would have seen who was each of the old people because I, Nick I have. Was, a, I have
1: the list. I have. You the do list, have the full right? list because I know yes.
0: Nick was Averman.
1: I know that. Yep. Yeah. But so before we get to that, the other thing that, that weirds me out about these things, because they do the same thing in the second movie. Do they do it in the third movie as well? Where like after two periods, they're like, let's just change jerseys.
0: Yeah, they do. In the third movie, they become the ducks. Remember? I don't, I don't.
1: So I don't understand the logistics of any of this at all. A, it's gotta be a, a rule where you can't switch jerseys in the middle of a game, but B. If you have the jerseys at the third period, 99% sure that you had them at the fucking start of the game. Just, just start the, the game with them. Just start the game with them. What are we doing here? It
0: doesn't provide that extra little piece of motivation, Brandon.
1: But this is also. You, you, to, it, could, it could. You would just do it at the beginning of the game and then you wouldn't be behind in the first place. Wouldn't have been down 3 1. Yes, but but, but so, so this so is I I,
0: unsanctioned though, Brent. Remember, oh, this is I, I, an just, unsanctioned game. I wrote so, that, so
1: I, I wrote that down because I love that MJ called it an unsanctioned game because it reminded me of uh, like wrestling with the the unsanctioned. <laughs>
0: this was a street
1: fight. This is an a, unsanctioned a Philadelphia street, street. fight.
0: Absolutely, like oh the trash can lid! My God, he broke them in half. Yeah,
1: <laughs> one of the greatest street fights ever is the Philadelphia street fight you know
0: yeah, i mean there were some there, were some there some really i think there's been multiple street
1: philadelphia fights. street fights
0: there's the philadelphia street
1: the philadelphia street fight i'm thinking of was like mid 2000s in good old tna wow between the dudley boys and beer money wow philadelphia that? street fight
0: That is a deep reach
1: wrestling. So many beer bottles being smashed on heads.
0: (laughs) Wow. That is – see, I think of like the Chicago street. There were a lot of Chicago street fights. Gold Dust was in one with like Ahmed Johnson. Rowdy Rowdy Piper was in one. I think uh, Legion of Doom were in one. Like there's all kinds of Chicago street fights. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Good old street fights, though. This so, is so, a so, so this I, is a street fight. We have a God. great
0: moment. It's a heartwarming moment, Brandon.
1: It is it is great. The the, the, the they have the original music going too. Yeah. It's it's a great moment. They all come out. Coach T's fucking furious, and then Bombay says, "Let's what's he say to Coach T? He's Like, let's see who wears it best or something yeah. like that." Yeah, let's see. But then, but I got I got the list for you. I got the list. Hold on. But
0: this I do have to say before that it it kind of ruined the moment when it ba- went back to our gripe of like the terrible hockey clips. Like it went back to like in showing individuals or like the team just like stopped
1: moving when yeah. they, when
0: they were playing with the ducks uniforms.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. The hockey. Well, cause then, then they were like focusing on after that, it was, they were like, because they were trying to show each individual kid, each individual yeah. kid's doing something. So, yeah, it was like focused singular shots. And so, because of that, you know, nobody's moving in the background. Right. Before but,
0: we get back to the game action, let's go through who is wearing which jerseys because I'm uh, excited to hear yeah, this. Yes. So,
1: I got the list. So, you have Evan, which is wearing Charlie's, Charlie Conway, the captain, Captain That's C. That's a given. You got Sophie on her crutches on the bench wearing Banks, obviously. Not a surprise there. Yep. And then Coob, uh, of course, is wearing Gold. Goldberg. Goldberg. And then Nick is Averman. Yeah. You have uh, Lauren is wearing Connie's.
0: Okay. I was wondering who was in Morose. I couldn't tell if it was her or Maya. That's Lauren. Okay.
1: Um, Sam is wearing Russ, knuckle puck kid. Ken- oh. Kenan. Okay. Uh, Logan is wearing Kenny, Kenny Woo.
0: Okay. Woo, woo, woo. Kenny
1: Woo. Yeah. And then we have Maya who's wearing Julie the Cat Gaffney.
0: Oh, interesting. I and, like that fit though.
1: And then we have the tiny Czech kid is wearing my boy Ghee, okay, d- double zeros. And then the big Czech kid is wearing Fulton. Oh wow! And th- is that I'm glad one? you caught Two, all three, those? Three, that's four, it. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yep, that's all of them. Ten. That's it. Wow, you
0: got every single one of them.
1: There's a lot of a lot of pausing and rewinding mm-hmm. <laughs> to make sure I caught everybody. And, and like like you mentioned you were with with connie and maya they don't so i'm 95 percent sure that lauren is connie and maya is julie the cat there's a small chance maybe that's flipped because they didn't really show the faces and so i i think i saw tell who was which i couldn't tell fully i think i saw uh lauren's uh like red hair with with connie's jersey though but i yeah. that that one might be flipped but
0: but so we get, we get back into the hockey action after all this throws down and we have, to, you're probably a hockey moment that you love. It's Nick and Evan passing the puck back and forth randomly. And Evan's like, Nick, you do it. And he's like, no, Evan, I can't handle this moment. You do it. And Evan's like, no, Nick, you're my best friend.
1: Yeah. You shoot Boom. it
0: home. And Nick is so hashtag blessed to hear that Evan called him his best friend, he fires a wrister, catches Trevor flat footed, gets it right by him. I believe it's stick side.
1: Yeah, I think so. I think but he yeah. hits it stick
0: side, kind of like because Trevor's moving glove side and Nick fires one over and, and hits it back stick side, yeah. catches him flat footed.
1: Yep, I think mean, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And then he, uh, then they, it- Evan comes over, they start celebrating, and Nick doubles down, and he's like, now that we're best friends, you want to have a sleepover? <laughs>
0: <laughs> not, not the best time. But I am so glad Nick goes for broke because yeah. that's, that's so on brand for him. Like, wow, you just said we're best friends. Let's seal this with the sleepover that I always wanted, just one-on-one. <laughs> it's fantastic. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. And then it goes to uh, another – kind of montage of an epic goalie battle koob and Trevor back and forth and MJ kind of calls it out and then as this back and forth goes Alex grabs Logan LaRue which we find out Logan's last name Logan LaRue
1: I mean we've you could see the back of his jersey since like yep whenever they got the jerseys episode two.
0: Well, name. I never paid attention to it. It's very, <laughs> it's very Marvel of him to have that, you know, Bruce Banner, Peter Parker, everyone has an alliteration name yeah. in Marvel.
1: It's a very, very, so, considering he's from Toronto, it's a very like French Canadian last name, Leroux. Yeah. He, you'd, uh, think he, uh, you'd think he'd be from like Montreal or Quebec, something like
0: that. Sometimes I feel like they try to make him French Canadian, but either way. Alex teasing about because Alex is looking for her chance to bury the hatchet with Logan. She's like, "Hey Logan, it's time. Let's hey. uh let's get that spatula going. It's time for your your special the the pancake yeah. special.
1: You know what time it is?" Heath.
0: Order knuckle up time. time?
1: Wow. Wait, is what it, time order. is it? <laughs> it's an order up time. It's not knuckle. Oh. It's not a knuckle buck.
0: <laughs> Order up. <laughs>
1: I love that there's a I love I love that that they do that for every fuck like they do it for knuckle puck time. He shouts it every time he's gonna do it. The flying V they shout it every time they're gonna do it. Order up every time they're gonna do it. Order up. He got it. Yeah.
0: And, and and he just knocks it home. And then we see after Logan knocks it home, they're kind of playing a little bit. All of a sudden, we're down to 30 seconds left yeah. in the game. It's tied up three three. Wow! For all the marbles, they get their timeout. Well,
1: is it? So is it after Logan's move, or is it right before it when they do the blindfold?
0: It's it's after the timeout. Okay. So so Logan scores a goal. There's a timeout. They go over so to wait, the what, bench. What, what's
1: the score right now? I'm sorry. Three three. Three three. Okay. Scores
0: three three because they go over and this well, is, is where it? they're like, Oh, we've got I've got something for the play. And Evan, uh Sophie's like, Evan, come back. And Evan skates back and Sophie uh, this lifts is up his the, helmet and gives this it is, a kiss.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but I don't think they do the blindfold and the flying V at the same time.
0: Oh, you're right. The I think, blindfold.
1: I think that's I think they do the blindfold and then they, they pass it and get it to Logan, and that's when he does order up.
0: That's it. That's it. You're right. You're right. Okay. So you're right, because that's where I was getting annoyed with the hockey again. Because it was like, oh, the, the fucking, blindfold time. Or, yeah, the blind.
1: Fuck the blindfold.
0: It doesn't make any sense, but they get it to. Lo- they and just they didn't. They it.
1: didn't even keep their eyes closed that long. She said she's. And Lauren was like trash talking. Was it Ruby that she was like, oh? do you ever heard a blindfold hockey? Heard, yeah. <laughs> And That's then, stupid. Then she makes one pass, and then everybody opens their eyes again. <laughs>
0: yeah. Okay, so you're right. You're right. The blindfold hockey, yeah. and then Logan does. We did. The, we did skip over the,
1: in, in my confusion. We skipped over the kiss. So yeah. Yes. Yeah, so so but, Evan. So timeout. Evan timeout. comes over to the bench, and so he's like, "I got something for you." And then, well, because
0: they they go, they start to skate back out, and Sophie's like, "Wait, Evan, don't go!" Yeah. And he comes back, and she loves to tell me, and she gives him a kiss. And all I could think of is like, not the best timing.
1: Uh, it's, Sophie, it's, I, I'm I'm for. Did, did you did you hear? Did you happen to catch what Evan says afterwards? I loved it.
0: Yeah, he's like, "Oh, so we're doing that now." <laughs> See, he's not thinking about hockey in the last 30 seconds. He's trying to process what just happened. They've taken the next step as a couple. They're now
1: kissing.
0: He's, his head is no longer in the game. He is still in that moment where his he helmet gets, was lifted he gets, up. Or,
1: he gets right back into it. It takes him no time at all. I mean, he's an emotional
0: player. We've seen this before. I just don't if it, know if how anything, it's going to rattle.
1: This is going to pump him up. You think this it's is this dad is, pump up? This is like, so so much more of a pump up than seeing your dad in the stands.
0: Okay, so that's I thought I went distraction. I thought Evan was going to be distracted because he spiraled over that text where he didn't know what was going on.
1: Well, yeah, but now he knows what's going on, and it's what he wants, and it's reassuring. So he and it's sealed boom. with the kiss. Exactly. It's been
0: sealed with the kiss. So it's a beautiful moment, though. I, I've never been the biggest fan of the show, but it's okay that. I'm not going to sit here and say Sophie can do better because I like her character so much more, but don't
1: think that this is forever, Sophie. Don't think this
0: is forever. If it ends, it ends.
1: I'll say it. Sophie can do way better.
0: (laughs) I was trying to be nice to Evan, but his character has bothered me throughout.
1: Yeah, his, you know. Yeah, his character is not the the best, but I don't know. You know, I I feel like... You know, you're coming you're following in Charlie's footsteps. I feel like that's like, you know, that's that's big shoes to fill. Whereas like the the side characters, they can get they get a little more leeway because, you know, you're not comparing them to really anybody. Whereas, you know, in the back of your mind, whenever you see Evan, you're like, Yeah, but he's not Charlie.
0: Yeah, he's I think that's it. I think that is what it is. It's like, man, he's just no Charlie. He's no Joshua Jackson.
1: He doesn't have the the you know the the charm the the je ne sais quoi of a pacey.
0: Yeah <laughs> <laughs> I mean Joshua Jackson also crushed it in skulls that was a great movie.
1: Is that the private school one? Yeah. Yeah, that's a great one. He's a Joshua Jackson is a fantastic actor. I love almost I say I would wager to say I love all of his stuff. I can't think of anything that he's done that I wasn't that I didn't like. Um He's all fantastic. skulls Shudder was a good little like yes. like a little horror movie that he did. Uh, Dawson's Creek, obviously um, what was it was it uh Fringe the the TV show uh, did you ever watch Fringe?
0: I don't think I ever watched it, but I know what you're talking about.
1: I think you'd like it. It's like a weird little like sci-fi uh. TV show. Uh, he was the main guy in that killed it. little fires everywhere. He was fantastic in that with with, with Reese Witherspoon. Yeah. His new show that was the reason that he couldn't come back for the reunion episode, Doctor Death. It's him, Christian Slater, and Alec Baldwin. Looks fantastic.
0: Yeah, we're gonna have to check that. One
1: out. Yeah, that one I think drops probably by the time this gets released and everybody's listening to it. Listening to it, I think it would have already dropped. It's on uh, Peacock, but nice.
0: don't get me yeah. started on Peacock. What they did to the WWE Network was a yeah. travesty. It's it's, it's
1: it's impossible to find a Philadelphia Street Fight now.
0: It's extremely tricky to find what you want. I was trying to watch all of the Monday Night Raws and pay-per-views in chronological order starting at 1993. The way they reorganized this completely disrupted that. Each WrestleMania is not a new season Peacock. Reorganize the WWE network on your on your platform, please. <laughs> sorry, sorry, that was a weird random tangent. Let's get back to the show. That was a very that is a complaint that I have lodged regularly every time I pull up the Peacock network and I try you, to watch when
1: wrestling. you say it's a complaint you lodge regularly you just mean talking to the talking to yourself about it right
0: or Kelly or Kelly <laughs> has to hear this a lot <laughs> Kelly Kelly who is my partner you're not, you're not
1: formally alone. filing these complaints
0: no, not. I'm not formally filing these complaints <laughs> I am formally filing them with Kelly every time I pull up Peacock okay. Okay. this just, sucks what'd they do to this why'd they ruin the network
1: I, the the patience that Kelly must have is just astounding.
0: She's just sitting patiently waiting for me to finish recording this. so bless her. <laughs> her. So so to get back to the game, we're in the timeout. Evan sealed with the kiss, he's in love, and then we get to the game. they win the face off. they're behind the net, and all of a sudden oh. we hear it, your favorite play, Brandon, the fine V. Flying V Although I will say and I will say this in the first couple movies there was not a lot of puck movement within the Flying V yeah, and that's where yeah. Iceland came and blew it up on this version you saw the Ducks attempting to grab the puck from the different areas of the V and the puck was moving back and forth
1: that's uh, that's the the puck was there was more puck movement um, Between the ducks. A lot of passes back and forth, crisp, quick passes. Yep. But that's the number one thing you cannot do with the flying V if you're trying to defend it is to try to skate around and pick it apart. Yep. You have to do what Iceland does. You just line up, right? You go, they're, they're lined up in a V, you line up in a fucking L right at the center line and just fucking stay there and run them over.
0: Yeah. They're, they're in a V, you do a line. Yeah. Or do it the inverse, like the, other, the V the other way, like where you're just covering each person. Just don't yeah. go running yeah. around chasing Yeah, go Go man-to-man man and just fucking line them up. The Ducks lost all discipline on that last play.
1: Yeah, I I was fucking furious watching them try to, like, go around in, in the back, and I was like,
0: what the fuck are you doing? Terribly coached last play.
1: Yeah, well, at that point, I feel like Coach, Coach T is, you know, he's he's on his last limb here he's he's panicking really fell apart yeah. yeah he's
0: He's in panic mode. He can feel everything slipping away. And I I don't know if you noticed this, but this the goal that Evan scored off the flying V. It felt very similar to when, like, I think Jesse is usually the one that scores off the flying V in the first movie. It looked fairly similar, like the way he like kind of does the fake and then like the secondary shot. Yeah. Okay. Hits it. But then that's I I, I think think
1: Jesse does does score the majority of the flying V goals. Um, It's been a while. It's been a couple. It's been some time since I've watched it, though, so I'd have to go back. But yeah.
0: I, 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 I did watch it like a month ago, and I'm pretty sure Jesse scored the first Flying vehicle.
1: Yeah, I watched the first one a month, maybe a month and a half ago. It was strictly a viewing for pleasure, though. I took zero notes, and I paid about as little attention to it as I could.
0: I did the exact same thing. I put it on after episode six when they did the reunion episode. I was like, well... I'm not doing anything.
1: Yeah.
0: Kelly was out of town. I fired the original mighty ducks movie on immediately after I watched the episode <laughs> of game changers. <laughs> I just threw it right on. <laughs> Did, didn't even hesitate. Yeah. Didn't take more. The, just went for, you know, a quick break and water break. And then was right back into it.
1: There you go. That's all you need. Uh, yeah. So, but anyways, <laughs> they win. They're
0: excited. They're celebrating. They're now mm. the ducks.
1: Yep. Uh, yep. They get
0: the Gatorade showers. Co- well, first Coach T is pissed. He's like, no, this isn't happening.
1: Oh, yeah, Coach T flips yes. out and he says, you know, he starts crying foul. And he's like, this isn't, it's an unsanctioned match. None of this is real. You can't have the name. Um, I don't even have the the authority to give you the name or something like that. And Stephanie comes down and he's like, yep, Coach T's right. He doesn't have the authority to do this. And Coach T's like, Yeah. Listen, Listen to, to this the, woman. Yeah. Listen, Listen to she, she fucking knows what she's talking about. And then, but then Stephanie, you know, we talked about uh, Alex's like heel turn in episode eight. Stephanie yeah. hits us with the full face turn. Yeah. Here, she's
0: a face turn. Yeah, she is now. In, in you know, in wrestling terms, the heel is the bad guy. The face is the good guy. Stephanie, we saw it building because she's shedding the dead weight. Clark is the, we now found out it is solidified. Stephanie has been awesome. She's got a heart of gold, heart Heart of gold. gold. And every time Stephanie was the worst throughout this series, it's directly linked to Clark. I think we it's safe to say that. Like I sucks. Yeah. It's the fucking worst. Dead weight. Get out of here. Clark. So, but anyway, Stephanie's like, Hey, I'm on the board. I say a deal's a deal. You guys are the ducks. Boom. Boom. We're gonna be the maniac mosquitoes. That's gonna be us.
1: Well, well, like we said, I think Stephanie's, Stephanie and Ruby and Trevor are. They're gonna be ducks next season. They're gonna because a a we need more than ten players because we can't go through this shit again. Where if somebody gets hurt, we're out. You know,
0: they have to <laughs> add new players for season two. We need we need at least two more players. So, the Don't Bothers team name has bothered me the whole show. And I guess it makes sense now why they just stuck with such a terrible team name. But yeah, because it was going to
1: switch over. Because
0: it was going to switch I'm, over. I'm
1: honestly surprised they, they, they made the hats. Like, I'm surprised they actually started doing merch.
0: But that's a, that's a memory that will last a lifetime. Hey... You know, when they're fifty years old, Evan and Nick—they're in their backyard. Their kids are playing together. You know, they're MJ and Sophie are, are chit-chatting. They're just having a good old time, and they're like, "Hey, remember oh, M- when we were at the Don't hey, bother? you, Don't Bothers?"
1: M- MJ and Sophie. You think both of those relationships are going the distance?
0: No, I, I don't think so. I think that Nick and MJ have potential. There's no way Sophie's going to stay with Evan this whole time.
1: I don't. I as much as I like Nick, I don't think Nick and MJ—they're. They're too close with all of their endeavors in life. They're mixing business with pleasure. You know, I—I I, either one of two things has to happen. Either they break up or Terry takes over full-time for Nick um, podcast. That, I, don't you, I don't think you can do – I don't think you can successfully run – the number two youth hockey podcast in southeast Minnesota with your significant other. Yeah. There's, there's just,
0: gonna be some friction. There's, there's gonna too be too much baggage there. Yeah. There might be some differences of opinion, maybe some different direction artistic directions that they want to take the podcast And Eventually they may not see eye to eye, and that's where like the ultimate falling out could take place.
1: Exactly. And there's there's zero zero chance Sophie and Evan last. It's just not gonna. So, like we said, Sophie can do better. She's, you know, she's well, I mean, she's she's a fantastic hockey player. She's an A plus student. She's gonna get into Harvard. The, the sky world is her oyster. The sky is the limit for Sophie. You know, yeah, she, she needs she, to go. She's got to go find herself a, a, a Zach Efron, not a not an Evan Morrow.
0: You have no idea how high she can fly. <laughs> There's a little nod to Michael Scott in the yeah. <laughs> for, for the listeners out there.
1: Yeah, you miss hundred <laughs> so, percent of the shots. You don't take Keith. Michael Scott, Wayne Gretzky,
0: Wayne Gretzky, Michael Scott, but <laughs> it's, <laughs> it, I don't know. It, the ending was fine. It was like the, the conclusion that we thought I did like how at the end they showed Bombay driving out on the Zamboni and, Very, very quickly, he got the ice updated to the home of the Mighty Ducks. Ice Palace, home of the Mighty Ducks.
1: Yes, yeah. With the
0: original D5 logo. A quick message from our friends at Broken Forest Collective. Built on a passion for small batch and handcrafted products, Broken Forest provides high-quality casual wear and lifestyle goods that are American-made and built to outlast the fast fashion trends. They also plant a tree in Boulder, Colorado for every product sold. Visit BrokenForestCo.com and use the code CAKEEATERS15 for 15% off your order.
1: This one we're going back to the original. Cause they I don't think Disney owns the, the copyright to that logo anymore. The 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 one from the second and the third movie. I think okay. the the actual Anaheim ducks own the copyright to that. Which okay. is why you see the updated one for the ducks and then yeah. this one we're going back to the original. I, 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 imagine... I like the
0: original the best anyways. It was yeah. yellow and green and is it purple? Purple, yeah. Yellow, green,
1: purple. Yep. Uh-huh. Uh with a little bit of black in there too. Yep. um yeah I, I like those jerseys uh better than the the, the second and the third ones and um, but I, I imagine that's probably what it is. It, it's some kind of copyright thing. I did like the updated uh the 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 coach T the updated ducks logo and jerseys I thought those were were solid.
0: Yeah, uh, coach T's, like uh, coaching polos and like the court like the three-quarter zips and everything like those were really nice merchandising. And like you said, like with the like the way that uh, it's like the hockey mask but with the duck bill and everything yeah. and like the sticks behind it. It was, it was a great logo.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was fantastic. Um I am I like like we like I mentioned earlier, I am very interested to see cuz Stephanie Ruby and Trevor they're gonna make the jump, I would imagine, yeah. to the to the new ducks. And so I'm interested to see how they play this switch out. I'm wondering if do you do you just do you make the full switch, right? So we come back. Well obviously no, he's that's not gonna happen because he's he's Zamboni in the Ice Palace. I was gonna say, do you make the full switch? And if you're Stephanie and you're the, the board of directors at the Ducks, do you just – you fire Coach T, you clean house, and you just bring the Don't Bothers over. And so then That's, you have Hendrix Pavilion. You redo the logo because Bombay wants the old logo. Um, and you do that. But if he's already – I don't know if Bombay – in that case, Bombay would need to sell the Ice Palace. Yeah. Um, I don't think – and I, as we saw, he's, he already changed the ice. I don't think he's going to do that. So then – no. Do you – so then that raises the question. So I'm assuming that Stephanie will leave the board of directors. Her, Ruby, and Trevor will come over to the don't bother, the, the Ducks. And then, well, you know, do, do, does Hendrix rebrand the team? Do we get a, do we get a new name? Do, we, I'm, do, do they still fire Coach T? I assume he's still going to get fired because he lost the name. Like you can't – you lost the fucking name. You can't come back, dude. My hope is that which, – Which scares me because I don't want to lose Coach T. I don't want to lose Coach T. I hope that coach T
0: takes over the, the Hawks, Hawks yes. and switches their low their color scheme back to the black and, and blue so and then want, coach T bring, takes half of the old ducks over and then they they get really good and then it's the Hawks and Ducks next season.
1: So I I would love one, one of these two things to happen. Like you just said, I would love if coach T they fire the the old ducks fire coach T and he finds refuge with the Hawks, and you know some of the players go over there because they they're, they're Coach T disciples. Yeah. Um and then, loyal. He, and then he brings the fucking Hawks back to prominence, You know, yes. I would love that. Or, but and the second thing they'd have to do more, um, more like legwork and more explaining stuff. More you'd have to have more Coach T scenes before you get to this point. But assistant coach T, you know, under Bombay, I just I I don't want, I don't want that character to disappear. You know, I don't yeah. want a season two without Coach T. I am not excited about.
0: No, that's a very very sad day. So I think they bring him back somehow to kind of. Keep, I hope they do to bring back some sort of rivalry. I'm all. I'm very curious to see how this plays out for season two because. Oh, I I wonder I if, think they're gonna reset. Like I think they're gonna do like a full kind of like reset, like, hey, now they're in the 13, 14 year old bra or do you think they're still in the twelve thirteen bracket next
1: year? They're in the, the the bracket, if I remember correctly from the first episode, it's 12 to 15. Is that 12 bracket. to
0: 15? Oh, okay. So they they would still stay in the same bracket. So do you think they just kind of like come in, reset season two, or do you think they lead off with like, hey. You guys are the ducks now. Here's the fallout of everything that happened, and do like a quick montage with like here's everything that happened after the name change.
1: No, I think, I think you just I think it's just a reset. I think you you reset. You have, uh, the the new ducks in the ice palace. Same age bracket. Everybody's just a year older. You get Trevor and Ruby, and and then you have you know, two or three new kids, like new 12-year-old kids, like the younger kids that are now in that age bracket, yeah. you, you know, new characters. Um, and then that way we're working with like 15 kids. We got like a fucking, you know. A real team with A real death. team. Yeah. We're not, you got Trevor and Kubi, you got two goalies. That's that's crucial. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, you're not dealing with these. If If one player gets hurt, you got to throw away the season kind of thing um i don't i think that's just what you do i think you can start right there i don't think you need to do any explaining and and even so so i was thinking so if you have coach t go to the hawks even that you don't have to explain away you just you you do your reset you have the the ducks going you don't even need to mention coach t until the hawks game and then it's like okay we're playing the hawks they are undefeated too. Like we're both undefeated or maybe it's the first game of the season. You're like, we're playing the Hawks and then you get to the rink and then boom, that's when you're like, Oh fuck, it's coach T, you know,
0: recognize that guy and that beautiful head of lettuce,
1: or maybe, maybe he goes outside of the league and maybe you do like a, maybe you have, you go through the whole season. The ducks are, you know, they're struggling because you can't have them be like a powerhouse. That's not exciting. You know, you need some, some ebbs and flows here, but they make it to States. They're in the championship game and who's the fucking coach of the maroon marauders coach T I think that what either, either you have, you, you gotta bring him back. He's, you, he's too good of a actor and too good of a character to just let fall by the wayside. You either, either he needs to be uh, again, another season long villain or like a random pop-up villain. Maybe not even, maybe not championship game, maybe like first round, but like some sort of like random pop-up
0: like maybe the winner of states plays nationals next year. And then when the ducks win states and they play coach T who is, went from Minnesota to Wisconsin yeah. and he is Something now like a, go do a part of the Badgers of Wisconsin. In yeah.
1: yeah. So either we, way we got to bring, coach we, we got to keep him. Yep. Yep. For sure. But
0: all in all, so season one it's over and done with yep we've spent 10 episodes talking about this show wasn't the greatest show in the entire world you know not necessarily something that's going to go out and win an emmy like we talked about before but i do have to say the highlight i think of the show is how well the child actors did like everyone that played the 12-year-old actors, I was extremely impressed with each of them and their like the way they kind of held up and the way they were able to develop their characters. I was impressed with all the kids. I thought I would, they did a good job casting.
1: I would say, yes, I would say casting was by far the thing they they knocked out of the park. Like They nailed it.
0: Grand like, slam, top, home run, perfect casting.
1: Top to fucking bottom, I don't think, there's, there's nobody out of that I would change. Even Evan. I think, I... Yeah, <laughs> Even Brady, Evan was well cast. Yeah, absolutely. Brady Noon, I think is his, is the actor's name. Kill he kills it. It's he, he he's fantastic in it. It's just you know he's not. Evan's not the most. At least for me, he's not the most likable character. He just wasn't
0: our cup of tea. But he wasn't supposed to be this like super duper likable character. Exactly. Like He has he has some flaws.
1: But yeah, yeah, but yeah, top to bottom, everybody was cast perfectly. Yeah. Um, there's not a person I would change. Um, they yeah they all fucking killed it. I think it was fantastic. All the kids. Uh, Emilio, uh, Lauren Graham, uh, the girl who plays Winnie, M. Haynes, I think is her name. Uh, Terry, Paula, all the moms. I think, yeah, everybody, everybody that everybody was casted and fucking acted their asses off. I think it was fantastic, especially because they, this was the production of this was in the middle of like the height of COVID. So the fact that they like pulled this off, I know they got delayed a little bit because of that, but they were still relatively on time everything like there was no like glaring real glaring like production holes or anything like that. So the fact that they pulled all that off, everybody was able to act uh, and crush it. Even when, you know, you're you got face masks on when you're not on camera and you're six feet away. Yeah. It's like, a that's, very that's, that's, that's complicated a, process. That's a tough task. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, so that's a, like the, the only, and, cause we talked about that before. The only, imagine
1: how hard it would be. Cause like with acting, chemistry is everything yeah. like off-screen chemistry with your, with your, your acting partners is uh, crucial. And imagine having to build that during COVID where you're, everyone's wearing a mask, you, you see can't, see out. You you can't yeah. hang
0: out afterwards, you you can't you know, hang no. out
1: on the set. No. Cause I, I imagine when you're there and you, and you're on Disney's clock, you're either a in front of a camera or B they quarantined you in your hotel room. You're not getting out to. You're not exploring the town. You're not getting drinks. You're not. You're not doing anything.
0: Yeah. So, did it, the, the only gripes that we had was some of the the plot holes and the writing just didn't connect, and sometimes yeah. the, it went a little a little bit off. But the, yeah, the that, casting in the crew. Wow. Yeah. Great story.
1: Some of the writing plot holes, as well as through like the middle part of the season, them p- focusing too much on Alex in Bombay. Yeah. Like, because these last few episodes have been fully kid focused. Um Outside of and that's the, where it hit its stride. Yes, and that those were the fantastic, great scenes. Uh, like we've been saying all all season long, Alex and Bombay. You don't need to del- You don't need to dedicate that much time to Alex and Bombay. Like, focus on yep. the kids. Build up the kids because that's where, like, that's that's how you're gonna get the the kid, like, kids watching the show to get invested is they got to be able to connect with these, the, the kid storylines, they, they you know, 12, the, a 12 year old uh, guy. That's or 12 year old kid. That's watching the show. Doesn't give a shit about Alex and Bombay.
0: No, they went way too deep into that. Yeah. And, yeah. Cause they should have done what they did in the first movies where it was there. It happened. They kind of moved it along, but they spent maybe 10 minutes out of the movie on it.
1: Yeah. That's yeah. all it needs. Yeah. Or if you're if you're gonna focus on it, the way you focus on it is with Evan and Bombay talking about it, yeah. not Alex and Bombay. You yeah. know, uh, like they did with Charlie. Like all like all of the outside of the in the first movie, outside of the the date scene where they go to like the weird like ice sculpture nonsense, him and, yeah. and Charlie's mom. Yeah. Outside of that, all of the relationship between him and Charlie's mom building is done with Charlie in the room. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's our
0: only beat. But anyways, it was fun. It was a fun series. It was it was exciting to do. It this got me way into it and made me watch the episodes many more times than I ever would have. I probably would have just watched them all once and called it a day, but yeah. I'm I'm glad we did it. I'm glad we went through it. the nostalgia. Obviously episode six was Far my favorite. Yeah. It was, it was my favorite part because it brought in all the things we were going to watch, but it was fun. I'm glad they did it. I'm glad they brought it back and they brought the quacking back.
1: Yes. I'm um, And I'm excited to see where they go with, with future seasons. Yeah. Maybe maybe even more movies. I don't. Know. I mean, they could do honestly. They could do whatever the fuck they want. Um, yeah. Going forward, it's Disney. They always do whatever
0: they want. Yeah, but it, they really. You do have a good point though, because they they could go. The, what they do in season two is going to be exciting. They did a nice. They had a nice ender for season one. That's kind of like, hey, how does this? How is this going to resolve in season two? Mm-hmm. It may yeah. not get you like super it was fired a, up and counting like a countdown clock for season two, but it's no, no. you're going to be but intrigued a, when it kicks back off.
1: It was a good way of a cliffhanger without a cliffhanger, you know. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm excited for it. I look forward to to talking about season two whenever it happens. Uh, and granted, uh, I'm assuming they do season two. I don't think anything's been confirmed yet, but you know, they'd be fucking idiots not to.
0: Exactly. And, you know, worst case scenario, hey, now that the game changers is over, it's time for us to start revisiting those movies here very soon.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Stay tuned with us. We're, we're definitely going to be talking. We'll be talking movies. We'll be talking well, all three movies. We'll be talking uh, animated series. Eventually we'll be talking yeah. uh, anything and everything related to Mighty Ducks, including yes. the, you know, talking about the actual um, NHL team hopefully yes. uh, get some of that talking. So yeah, we'll, we plan on, on sticking around and talking about everything. I think our plan coming up is to just start tackling the first movie though. Right.
0: Yes. 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 We're going to, we're going to break up the first movie into a, an extended series of episodes uh, to really, really delve deep into that cinematic masterpiece.
1: Yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm pumped. I'm pumped
0: for it. Yeah. It's going to be wonderful. And things to look forward deep into the future is, you know, You might be out there saying, oh, what happens when they run out of Mighty Ducks stuff? There's limited Mighty Duck stuff. Oh, don't worry, fans. We are going to jump right into the other projects that these actors have done as well.
1: Yes, yes. So that's, yeah, cast and crew. uh, Anything that's even loosely or remotely connected to the Mighty Ducks, we're going to talk about. So, you know.
0: I will have to say, I think that out of all the movies that all the different Mighty Ducks actors are in, the one that I'm most looking forward to doing is Heavyweights, uh, starring yes. Goldberg and Carp from the first movie. I think so Heavyweights that is going to be great.
1: So not only is he- does Heavyweights have have Goldberg and Carp, but I am, and let me double check this. I am 95 percent sure. Yep. So. I am just confirmed. So Stephen Brill is the guy who wrote the the original. I think he wrote all three Mighty Ducks movies. And he's the director of Heavyweights. So, oh, so that makes so sense. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, not only is it Goldberg and Carve, but yeah, the guy who created Mighty Ducks was the, the director for that. I don't know yeah. if he, I assume he wrote Heavyweights as well. Let's double check that. But that's 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 one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Him, him, he co-wrote Heavyweights with Jed Apatel. Oh wow! No um, so yeah, wonder that, it's such a great movie. Yeah, and then uh, and then directed, obviously. Um, yeah. So yeah, we're definitely so gonna lots- talk to talk heavyweights
0: yeah that's that's an easy one and then obviously there's a ton of other movies out there like I, I think we were talking brandon you and i way back this might have been like a few weeks three or four weeks ago but we were talking about carp is now a, kind of like a more of like a model and he has a very small role in guardians of the galaxy too
1: he was yes he he plays the the face model for the for cg for the cgi for uh Young Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. Yeah. yeah. Young, wow.
0: That's a hell of an accomplishment to suddenly yeah. become young Kurt Russell.
1: Yeah, and like you said, like Car- Carp's like a uh, like I, if if you've watched heavyweights and or the original movie, Carp was a, a, a an overweight little kid, but he is like you said now he's like a, a model. He's lost a ton of weight. He's ripped. He looks like a, he look, he would fit right in with the lumberjacks
0: and and so for the harry potter fans out there he had a neville longbottom type of transformation the actor that played neville in the harry potter movies started out as like this short chubby kid and now he has gone on to be a model as well
1: yeah so there you go a little little hope for everybody
0: yeah that's a little hope for all of all the the short chubby kids out there
1: still waiting for my transformation at at 30 (laughs) years old (laughs)
0: maybe one day. Don't yeah. give up hope, Brandy. <laughs> so anyways, yeah, there's lots of stuff to look forward to on the podcast. Just because the game the game changer series is over doesn't mean that we are over. Oh no, my friends. You'll hear much more from us. Thanks for listening, everyone. Please remember to follow and like us on Instagram at The Cake Eaters Pod, on Twitter at The Cake Eaters. Also reach out to us via email, thecakeeaterspod@gmail.com, at gmail.com or visit our website, thecakeeaterspod.com.